following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. I'm Coach Larry. I'm back. I was not. Megan, can you believe it? Last episode, I was not here. Both Matt Keogh and Matt ran the episode. I like, was that. I was not here at all. You were. Is this your first episode you've never been in? That was the first episode I was never. I have never been in. Something came up last minute. Nothing bad. Nothing horrible. Something just came up where I couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, Are you okay? So I'm okay. I'm, I'm surviving. I had to shake it off a little bit. No, it was just one thing that I couldn't. I couldn't make it. Um, was taking. Uh, was taking Sarah back to college to Syracuse. Oh, okay. So just kind of you know just... didn't want to. Get back and like, you know what, Matt, just you take yeah. it. I knew he had Matt Johnson coming on as a guest, which I'm a little bummed because I, I love talking to Matt, too. Yeah. Um, but it was good. It was Matt a good Matt. reason. Matt and Matt, the Matt shows. Um, so I am back, and I guess I kind of spoiled your intro there, but <laughs> Megan Doyle is back I again. I am also back. <laughs> for, I feel like you're almost like my second co-host. I feel like you've gotten to like co-host status where you've done, you've done a quite a few. Listen, if you need me, I'll be there. That's, that's, (laughs) that is so true. And like I said, and we've gone over this many times. I don't think you've ever said no. Ah, once. Rink and puss. Yes, rink and puss. puss. Other than that, (laughs) (laughs) other than that, I I mean, you've been a rock star in every sense of the word. How could I ever say no to you? Look at that face. <laughs> Aww. Good thing the camera's not on because I am blushing right now. Um, but, Megan, I'm coming in hot with a – you might be able to help me out in this. In fact, I'm pretty sure because you, you know my fashion sense is not the best. Okay? We're, we, can, we can both agree to that, right? Larry, you have, I, I can always identify you. And truly identifiable a, fashion sense, yes, but but I mean, is that a bad fashion sense? I've okay, seen, I've I've seen. I'm also a music kid, so like the fedora thin, I feel like I'm okay. Used to that. <laughs> okay, um, here's one thing that I've I, I wouldn't say I've been fighting a battle, but I've been okay. First of all, so, you you know Crocs, right? Yes, I was gonna say I'm like looking at your feet right now. Don't have Crocs on, but <laughs> socks and Crocs, yes, or and this this might be a stretch. The the flip flops. What do you what do you call these? The 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 wedge flip flops. I don't know. Yeah. The thong flip flops. <laughs> is that? It was like a thong it between is, your honestly, toes. Yeah, you're very right. I would um, just call that normal flip flops. I feel like that's normal flip flops. Very true. Um, right now I've got the normal flip flops on with the socks. Is that a faux pas? I see your face. There. Is that is that bad? I don't usually usually I go. No socks with these. Um, usually, and then usually I go no socks, no croc, or no socks with crocs. Well, I was going to say, I didn't realize you weren't wearing crocs today. And when I took a look, <laughs> I was quite shocked to see what I'm seeing. Um, Is that bad? 
I don't think it's like I feel like there's a show I want to say it's like Rocket Power when you wore socks with your flip flops they called you something and I don't know what it was wait Rocket Power the old Nickelodeon yeah. cartoon oh that's a did you watch that I did okay okay um oh what was it uh not a what did they call them uh the people that weren't from the island I don't know Ah, uh, I can't think of I'm looking it up not newbies. That's what I'm like. I'm like, is it? That's what I just thought too. I'm like, is it newbies? It's I don't think newbies. it's not newbies. Oh man. That, but yeah, I love that show. But in your opinion, though, so faux pas. I don't know what that means. Faux mistake. Oh. I think it means mistake. Yeah, faux pas means mistake. In what language? <laughs> or is it just slain? It's in my language. It's in your language. I'm so sorry. Um, I think it's it's faux pas means something. So I would say. Um, not my favorite look. Okay. Okay. But, like, if you're comfortable, like, here's the thing is I wear well, that's socks. that's just it. It's not really comfortable. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying is I feel like it wouldn't be. Like, I wear socks with my Burks a lot, and I don't think it's the best look in the world, but some people do it, and it's comfortable. Okay. So, I mean, like, as long as you're comfortable, do what you want. But... Okay. Um, now what about the socks and Crocs? Socks and Crocs. You can do socks and Crocs. I feel like that's definitely better than this. Like, I'm not going to lie. I am it getting a bit of a toe wedgie good. here. You have, like, so- socks and Crocs. It sounds like they go together. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can do that. There's a few times, like, I'll wear I'll wear Crocs um, at school or I'll wear Crocs at, like, uh, soccer practice, track practice or whatever. And um, some of the kids are like, ooh, you know, coach, you need to put socks on, put socks on. So I'll, of course, me being a child that I am, I'll, you know, take my foot out of my Croc and, like, you know, yeah. scare them with it or, like, you know, like ah it's disgusting but it is what it is yeah kids are weird (laughs) they are um speaking of kids it is we're just gonna get right into it um like i I made the announcement a couple shows ago how i am now at niagara wheatfield coaching we've had our we've had two practices thus far um of course i wish uh my girls at kenmore east nothing but the best um, and wish them a uh, healthy and successful season. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun. That's so great. I'm having a lot of fun at Wheatfield. It's a great group of girls. Um, not to say that Ken Maurice wasn't, because Ken Maurice, I had a phenomenal group of girls there. Yeah. Um, I think it's September 14th or the 12th, 14th or 12th, when we're playing against East, we're hosting at Wheatfield. And. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of emotions going through. Yeah, I bet. This is the first I feel like for your girls too. Like, yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be emotional for for a lot of a lot of reasons. But this, I was thinking about this, and I've been coaching now almost almost twenty years, um, and I think this is the first time that I'll have coached against a former team. Really? Like when I was coaching at Park School. Um, and when I left to go to Kenmore, we don't face any, like Kenmore never faced park. We never faced, it was, there was two different leagues. Um, by the time I left park school, they were in the Monsignor Martin league, the Catholic school league. Um, so we really weren't, I think there was one time, I think my second year I tried to schedule a scrimmage or a game against park and we just couldn't make it work. But I was thinking about this. This is the first time that I've ever had to coach against a former team. I think maybe as a kid a couple times, um, 
I played, well, I always played against, because I, my travel teams, a lot of those kids went to LaSalle. My teammates went to LaSalle, and I went to Niagara Falls. Yeah. So I would always play against those guys, and that it was more, I don't want to say it was fun, but it was, it was just a different, you know, different vibe, I guess. But this one, just to to coach, it's going to be interesting. My question, so have you, I mean, like, I know you coach track and field, too. Mm Mm-hmm. You're still with Kenmore. Right? I mean, like, As you of, have been, right? Like, I have, that's, yes. Okay. So have you coached, other than the park school, any sports anywhere else? Uh, I coached at Cleve Hill. Actually, my first uh, coaching job was um, Cleve Hill. I did Cleve Hill swimming and diving mm-hmm. for just a season. I think it was just a okay. season. Then I did um, basketball there for two years. I can't remember if that was one or two years, and I did track and field there for two two years. Um, but again, they were small yeah. schools. Didn't really um, we would have we would have gone against East, or we would have seen East at some uh, invites. Yeah. But that was about it. We weren't seeing them at swimming and diving, and we weren't seeing them or didn't see them at basketball. Because like that's the thing I've come across when I coach soccer. And lacrosse is, like, during the soccer season when we play Grand Island, like, some of my lacrosse girls also play soccer. So, like, we play against each other. But I feel like that's a totally different situation, too, because, like, I still see them and I still coach them. It was just a different sport. Oh, for sure. But oh, at so the same so many time. emotions. How are you, like. Right now, I mean, I'm I'm definitely focused on Wheatfield. It's, yeah. it's oh, a great yeah. group. We'll have. Uh, this is the one thing, too. Megan, our. I'm making my final cuts tomorrow. Oh no. And usually at East just we get we usually get smaller numbers. So it's something where I've had to do it before, but definitely not um, you know, maybe it's like sending one girl down mm-hmm. to J V or letting them know, but Oh, is this like cut cut? Like this not even is... going back to J V, just like oh, without that's giving so names. Hard. Um I'll probably legitimately send Two girls down to JV. Okay. Um, and then maybe two more where I kind of give them that option if they yeah, want to go to yeah. JV or if they, you know, they're, all four of them are going to have the option or well, three of them. Say, like, I'm I not sure like, if I'm going to go three or four. I feel like we've talked about this before, too. I just don't remember what you've said. Are you someone that would rather cut someone from the team like if you don't think if you think they're like the weakest or send someone back who might be a little bit better but like to keep everyone did that make sense you know what i'm saying no i absolutely it's uh and that's kind of what i'm struggling with one Mm -hmm. with one or two girls i don't want to i don't want to keep somebody up on a team just for the sake of keeping them up yeah i don't want because i i don't think that's right for the girls who are on the team, mm-hmm. I don't think that's right for the girl who you keep up. I think at some point, especially nowadays, you'll get kids where if you know that that player is not at the rest of the team's level, yeah. and if you know that there's a couple girls even on the JV team that are surpassed yeah. this girl's talent, you kind of look at it, you're like, yeah, you're well, like, then, it's like, just, I guess it's weird. Do you think they will get to that level? And it, I feel like it's so hard, too, because now you're in the position where, like, 
you know, you're used to kind of having a feel for who's coming up to you. And this is your first time ever seeing these girls. And that's just it. It's, it's so hard. I've uh, thankfully I have uh, so far I've had a great group of parents. I've yeah. had. Oh, um, that's great. I've had a booster club parents. In fact, they've they've reached out to me. They've welcomed me with open arms. Um, I'm so happy I could cry. Oh, my oh it's been fantastic. <laughs> so the everybody that I've that I've dealt with at the wheat field level, even yeah. the AD, Matt McKenna. Everybody has been so inviting, so yeah. welcoming. It's been phenomenal. Um, Megan Smith, uh, who is the one, I got to give Megan props. She was the one who really got me this job. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I, did I tell you the story a little I'm bit? Not sure. She, um, obviously she knew, or I, after I was informed that somebody else got the Ken Morris yeah. job. Um, in fact, whatever I can say it now that Dan Norton got the Kenmore East job because it's no shock. One of the first people I reached out to, in fact, it happened to be about a day or two before track and field sectionals, yeah. just reached out to Megan. Uh, Smith had happened to be talking to her and she was like, well, you know what? We're looking for a girl soccer coach. Yeah. Um, they're looking for other coaches, but I'm not saying anything right now. That's for another, <laughs> that's for another episode, that's for another episode. potentially. <laughs> But um, so she was like, you know what? Our my AD is coming to sectionals. I mm-hmm. will introduce you to the AD. Um, you can talk to him. Yeah. So she literally the second it was funny the second he got there or whatever she literally like ran and just grabbed my arm. I'm like, where are we? She's like, you're going to meet him now. Yes. Talk to him for probably five ten minutes. Good conversation. He informed me a little bit about what they're looking for. Great conversation. He's like, we'll definitely be in touch for an interview. Um, Then Megan contacted me about, uh, I want to say about two weeks later, three weeks later, just saying, um, you know, okay, you got the job. Yeah. I'm like, I hadn't heard from Matt yet. I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean I got the job? I haven't even interviewed yet. (laughs) She's like, no. You're just that good. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) She's like, you know, you're pretty, Matt pretty much came in and said, you're going to get the job. He was impressed. He'd been asking a bunch of people around you. He said, this person knows you, this person knows you. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Everyone knows. you. So it was, Matt literally called me about two days later. We had, again, maybe a 10, 15 minute phone conversation. Um, He said, all right, I'm going to put your name in for the board. Um, And again, you know me, I like to talk. Obviously I have a podcast. I like to talk. So the one thing he said, the the hardest part about this thing that he said, he was like, um, we're putting you in for the board. You're going to, you've got the job pending board approval. Please don't tell anybody until you, until I contact you with board approval. Yeah. He said the next board meeting, I think it was like three weeks away, Mm -hmm. two weeks away, something like that, which for me, I was like, congratulate. I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity or whatever. I hung up the phone and I'm like. Damn it. Two weeks? Really? I was like, three weeks? I was like, I can't tell anybody for two, three weeks? You have to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I had to keep my mouth shut. And I, I even went home and told Vicky, and she was, you know, thrilled. She's like, she's like, there's no way. I was like, no way what? She's like, you're not going to be able to keep your mouth shut for three weeks. I don't know if you told me or not. I didn't. For, didn't? I okay. didn't tell anybody until, uh, I want to say the, the board meeting was July 11th, okay. July 12th, July something. I made sure that I did not, I couldn't tell a soul, and for my yeah. credit, I don't know how I did. I don't know either. But I did not tell, except for my wife. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, but those whole but, I mean, three. That's, that's allowed. Those whole three weeks, she, at, at the end, she's like, oh my God. She's like, when is this board meeting? She's like, just, you need to talk to somebody else about this. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. So, it was, uh, I was excited about it. But yeah, so big thank you to Megan, who uh, was very instrumental that's in great. me getting this job. And I'm so excited. And it's funny because. We, it's only been two practices, like the trial period. Tomorrow's the last day of official tryouts. But, my God, every after every practice, before every it's thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach, for coming. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it, Coach. Job. And at one point, I'm looking. I'm like, girls, I was like, I think this is the most polite team. <laughs> like, it's just, it's awesome. That's They're good. a great group of girls, a lot of fun to work with. And um, I'm expecting great things. I know they were runners-up. Uh, for sectionals last year, they lost in the sectional finals. They were second place uh, in the NFL. They lost in the NFL yeah. championship. I think I think it was one nothing to NT two nothing. So I I know they've been a dominant team over the last four to five years. And even the first day, I told them I expect nothing different. Yeah. You know, the standard is gonna be just as high as you girls said it. Were you? Ner- Again, like going into a new school, were you nervous like your first day? Oh, God, yeah. Like, oh, they, yeah. Are they like, I don't want to say are they scared of you, but like are they intimidated by you or have you like, heard, have they warmed I, up to you real well? I almost think it's the other way around. I almost think in a way I'm intimidated by them a little bit. Okay, that's not, normal, and, I feel. And it's weird because not the fact that, I mean, like I said, I've been coaching for 20 years. I've coached every different level between yeah. little guys, second, third, and fourth graders, all the way up. I've coached really, really good teams. Mm-hmm. I've coached really, really bad teams and anywhere in between. Yeah. I've, the reason I almost kind of feel like intimidated is they're a very tight-knit group. Yeah. Rightfully so. They're, they should be a very, very tight-knit group. I'm the outsider coming in in a way. Yeah. I'm the outsider. I mean, yeah, I've talked to some of the parents. The boosters have been great. Everybody that I've contacted has been great. They've run coaches or they've run captain's practices. And unfortunately, because I co- I teach summer school, I taught summer school at Williamsville this year. Yeah. I really wasn't able to get out there. They did their practices earlier in the morning or during the day. Yeah. Um, I really couldn't get out there. The one practice, I was so mad. The one practice, um, the booster president reached out to me. He's like, Larry, they're having a Saturday practice. Um, can you come? I was like, absolutely. I'd be excited. And of course it pissed rain <laughs> that day. So he contacted, I think the practice was at oh, 10. Yeah. He contacted me like eight thirty nine. He's like, the girls are just going to cancel practice. It's like, that's fine. But, um, so I literally went in cold knowing the girls. Yeah. So I was, I was a bit intimidating. Or intimidating, intimidated. Probably went both ways, yeah. But um, I think you know, and I, I've talked to them a little bit. I have it's tryout, so I don't want to coach them up too much yet. I want yeah. them to show me what they what they can do, and I've told them that. But I've already, of course, come out with a couple of my corny jokes. Yeah. That I do. Have you been wearing your fedora? I have been wearing okay. the fedora. That was one thing, and I'll get your. We'll, we'll go another fashion advice. Because <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about dropping the fedora because and again I did it a little bit at park but I kind of I I guess I really focused on it at Kenmore East yeah so I kind of thought about 
maybe do I switch it up? Do I do bucket hat? Do I do oh my something gosh. else? Okay, so if you were to switch to any other hat, it can't be like a normal baseball. Like it can't be. A oh hat. no, it has no, to be I'm not cool. going baseball. You could hat. do bucket. I could see you, but I feel like it's just like. When I think of you, I think of a fedora. And that's that's why. And even my, well, she's like, no, it's do you. the fedora. I was like, okay. Um, I do want to find, I do want to find a fedora like with a falcon symbol on. I've been That'd looking be cool. for those like a fedora. Yes. I found a couple online. I was so pissed. I found one site. I forgot what the name of it that does like NFL fedoras. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. I figure I'll buy the Atlanta Falcons one. They don't sell Atlanta Falcons ones. <laughs> they sell. I think they only do like fourteen or fifteen teams. Those sons of guns. <laughs> and the only one I could f- I found a couple, but it was it was almost like they looked homemade or they just looked a little too yeah. cheesy. I was like, yeah. I was gonna say, I feel just... like that's that's what you should do though. Like, don't ditch the fedora because that's your thing, but maybe like burn every fedora you associate with Kenmore. I could do that. Don't burn them, but maybe not burn them, but <laughs> retire them. Yeah. Um, I, well, I was going to say, I'm like, that's my favorite thing is I had like a practice at Grand Island and all of a sudden there was, they were setting up for a track meet and I completely forgot you did track too. And all of a sudden I, I like that. look up in the distance. I saw a man wearing a fedora. I was like, oh, Larry, like thinking of you, not thinking it was actually you. And then I got closer. It was like, oh, it's actually Larry. Well, that's why I was, I was <laughs> doing warm ups or whatever with the team. And all I heard is like Larry, I'm like, Megan, what? Yeah. And I, I had totally <laughs> spaced out that you coached at Grand Island. And then sure enough, we were talking a little bit and then over comes Andrew Williams who coaches at Grand Island. I'm like, all right, we got a mini Parker union here, but, um, no, it was great. Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm very excited. It'll be good. I'm very excited, but I was uber nervous. I was going to say, I'm like, I think everything happens for a reason. Like you are where you need to be right now. I agree. I agree. But no, I was super nervous even uh even like days before i i know the the day before like i was almost having like i don't want to say a mini breakdown but almost like a mini panic attack i'm yeah. like oh my god like this is and i think for me it was just more of i didn't doubt my abilities but it was yeah. more of like okay this is like going from this is like going from coaching the uh trying to think of a terrible NFL team right now. This is like going to coach sorry Matt. This is like going from coaching like the Bills to the Chiefs. Like this is like you're know you're going from coaching a like you're you're on big time. Like yeah. you're last year's champion or or last year's sectional runner up. Yeah. Like they've gone to state tournaments no, before. There for there's sure. and all I'm like this is cool but at the same time I don't want to be the guy that turns this team into like a two-win team. He won't be. He won't be. <laughs> And and again, you know that you 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 know that's not the case, but it just I'd be lying to say if it didn't run through my head. Well, I was gonna say if you ever need anything, not that I know anything about soccer, still I got you. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I know you do. Um, but it's been I'm still trying to get Matt Keogh on my staff. I hope you filled out the paperwork, Matt. But uh, that would be great to coach uh, for him. I've got two goaltenders that he could really help out with. Yeah. But no, it's been, I know it's only been two days, but I am uber happy, uber excited. And I'm also, like, honestly, I'm one of those coaches too. And even as a player, I was just ready to start the season. Yeah. Like, I don't need those two weeks, three weeks warm ups. Yeah. 
Um, in fact, I'm so I'm I'm ticked because we were supposed to have a game. Our first game was supposed to be this Monday. Um, it was going to be a non-leaguer against Tonawanda, and they had to, they had just canceled yesterday uh, or early this morning. They just canceled because they uh, they won't have enough girls. A couple girls. They only have a varsity team to begin with. Yeah. Numbers are down a little bit, but they're some of their girls are on vacation, so they won't have the right amount of practices in. So they had to cancel. Hopefully we can reschedule that. But uh, it's good because then I think the following Friday or Saturday we have uh, we'll go against St. Mary's, which is uh, uh, Jamie's sister's team, Jamie Rapel, who I coach with. So I'll be coaching against her team, was able to reach out and schedule a game. And it's going to be fun. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun game, fun way to start the season off. But, yeah, just super excited. I'm Can't excited wait. for you. Can't so. wait. Now, with you and you and lacrosse, like, do you ever get, do you get nervous before, like, season starts? Do you, like, what's your, so, so spring season starts, what, about March? Yeah. So, like, it's, like, February, middle of February. Like, what do you, you know, the season's right around the corner. Like, what do you do to kind of get ready? So, do you know how you just said you felt a little, like, anxious panic attack before you started coaching this mm-hmm. year? Because I feel that every single year. That's how I get okay. before every single season. Um, and I think for me, it's more, like, do you know when you, like, don't do something for a while and then you're like, oh, am I going to be able to get right back into it or am I going to yeah. forget things? Like, I feel like that just goes through my head. I'm like, oh, I hope I don't, like, forget a rule and the rules are always changing in lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like I definitely get nervous, but I do think about it all the time and I'll like gradually start to prepare and like I start writing out practice plans like yeah, I would say like in February. Okay. Um do they I guess it'd be a little tougher, but do they really have like I know for fall sports you have like they call them captain's practices where the the girls pretty much run the practices during the summer before the official like our official start date was this Monday, so yeah. what the 21st uh yesterday. Do you is it traditional to have, like, captain's practices or not so really? So being at the JV level, I would say no, just because they're younger and I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, they do leagues and stuff, too. So a lot of them play, like, in a winter league. Okay. And then, like, so they're not, like, they're not, not doing anything. I'm pretty sure there's, like, open gyms and stuff they can go okay. to. So they're, like, most of them have a stick in hand before we get into it. But then the worst thing about having a spring sport is you're still dealing with winter. Yes. So like for us, and I feel like we were really lucky the past two years. Last year was better, but the first like week or two, we're usually always in the gym. Yeah. Same thing like with track and field. Terrible. And it's, it's terrible. <laughs> especially when you get those winners that just drag on and on yeah. and on. And you'll look at the forecast like, all right, the snow is starting to clear up. Maybe we can get outside like next week. And then, Boom! You'll get like a late snowstorm, or and the, I feel like the wor- that the first practice is always the worst because I'll tr- I try I try so hard to prepare them. I'm like I'm like bring everything. I'm like bring really warm things, bring t-shirts. Like you don't like know how your body's gonna react, and then like no one has ever prepared the first. Oh yeah, everybody comes I, in shorts I, and I was t-shirt. Like, oh man, and... And I always feel like I have to take them back inside because it's too cold, and I don't want them getting injured. So yeah, it's it's tough, yeah. even for track and field, especially with the sprinters. You're always telling, listen, dress warm. You're do, doing fast twitch. Yeah. You're, it's different sprinting in 40, 45, 50 oh, degree yeah. weather. You know, it's it can be tough. And sure enough, you'll get 
Occasionally, you'll get a kid that doesn't let coach. I'm really, really tight. Well, no kidding. It's like <laughs> 40 degrees. What did I tell outside. you? You know, it's 50 degrees. I wish I wish so much lacrosse was a fall sport. I often wondered, I guess. But, like, I think, again, like, because soccer is. That's, like, I was going to say. a lot of people. And then is volleyball winter? A volleyball is fall. Yeah. Which I kind of want. I kind of. I feel like that should be a winter sport. Is it winter for guys? Or is, I don't know. Is guys volleyball during the fall as well? No, they're both during the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because they don't want to book gym time with basketball. Oh, that makes Maybe sense. they don't want conflicts yeah. with basketball. But I was going to say, I feel like so many sports are in the fall. The fall is the big one. Yeah. I mean, you've got let's, you've got football, you've got soccer, you've got cross country, you've got girls tennis, which I find a little weird that girls tennis is during the fall and I guys tennis is during the spring. That's weird. But for me personally, that worked out. So. I was going <laughs> to say, you're thankful for that. Um, at Niagara Falls, it was weird because Niagara Falls, we never really had enough for a girls tennis team in the spring. So girls always played with us during the fall. Like yeah. we would have, we would have usually like four or five uh, girls come out for the team during the fall or sorry, during the spring for guys tennis. And it was uh, just kind of, if you're good enough to play with yeah. the guys, you're good enough to play with the guys. And in fact, our number, my senior year, Laura Rizzuto, she, he was, she was a year younger than me. She was a junior when I was a senior, but I mean, even when she was a ninth grader, 10th grader, she was our, I think it, she was our number three singles player. I think by the time she was a junior, senior, she was either number two or number one singles player. Amazing. I mean, she was rocking it. Yeah. Left and right. So it was, uh, it was a great. Yeah. There's just something about playing sports in the fall, though. I'm really thinking there about is. it and like the leaves changing color and it's like getting cooler and I don't know. I love it. There is. And then the only other sport I think besides tennis that flip flop or aren't the same seasons, guys and girls, is swimming. Swimming for girls is during the fall, and then swimming for oh no wait no, no you're right, swimming you're right. yeah swimming for the guys is during the winter. I forgot about that. I thought they were the same. No, but you're right. Swimming is fall for the girls. Yeah. Did you know before I played tennis, I was a swimmer. I could see that you've Did got the swimmer you body. You've got that yeah. long, lean body. I was like, I like such a big upper body and i used to like i used to be so little i never realized how little i was until like now i look back at pictures but i had such like broad shoulders and the rest of me was so little like i was so good at the butterfly i was gonna i was gonna <laughs> say you were a butterfly you were a flyer weren't and i you? remember my coaches like they talked to my mom they're like you're like she's why why is she leaving like she's so great they wanted me to stay so bad and I just love tennis so much more. I was going to say, which one were you? I know you were a great tennis player. Like, which one were you better at? So was it's, it tennis it's hard or? because I made that switch, like, going into eighth grade, I think. Okay. So I I will say I was a very good swimmer. Um, I just didn't really love swimming. But I feel like I picked up tennis. Like, I picked it up really quickly. I was, like, very natural at it. Um. I love tennis. I really love tennis. Next, if we ever do the match again, you're we're we're partnering I'm probably up. Probably so bad, and it's funny because I haven't played in so long. And the last time I did play, it's like I was so much. I'm so much worse than I used to be, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, I'm like, why am I so bad now? We talked. I only did tennis two years. I think I did tennis two years. I think I did it my junior and senior year. Yeah. Um, 
I was one of those players, and I, I've mentioned this before, I could get to every single ball. I mean, yeah. I was much skinnier that, yeah. back then. I could get to every single ball. Now, where I hit the ball, uh, okay, it was a little was, bit of a problem. I was going to say, that was my thing, too. I'm like, I could get to everything. That was like, I felt, I always like, I'm going to compare it to like a golden retriever puppy where you're like, oh, I <laughs> yes. got to it. I gotta get to yes. it. Yes. <laughs> So, I mean, wherever the ball was hit, nine out of ten times, I was at least going to get a racket on it. Yeah. I'd say if I got it in, probably 40% of the time. So, I definitely needed to improve on that. For whatever reason, I don't know why, maybe it was an easier shot for me, but I liked doing the drop shots. Like, I would just get to it and I'd, like, try to, again, it would either work or not see i love like when when you're running to it and like you barely get to it but you get there and you just get your racket down that it goes just over the net a little bit yeah like uh, they don't get to it that's how i would try to that's how i would try to do yeah um but no i had uh i in fact mark and rob they tried helping me out like a lot throughout the years i mean those mark was our second second or first uh, singles player um Rob, I think, was uh, third singles, but he also was great at doubles. And they'd stay after me, you know, after practice and help me out or whatever. Yeah. Again, they improved me tremendously, but uh, no. I I got to suck in doubles. I think one match I played third singles. It was against LaSalle just because we were kind of resting our starters, yeah. I think. But no, I was more of like a second doubles or, like I said, one-time third singles. Um, that was about it. In fact, like, no, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No. Um, so I was pulled up as a freshman and I was first doubles my freshman year, my sophomore year. I was first doubles again because my partner and I, like we had a good dynamic and she was a senior. So I think he like wanted to keep us there because we were a strong double. Oh, for sure. Um, and then the next year it came down to me and a senior for that first singles position. And I like lost to her by like one point and i was so upset about it <laughs> but also it was like one of those things i look back i'm like you know it was her senior year like for like let her have it um and that year though was we our our sectional championship game came down to me like i was the last one playing and it was my win or loss that was going to determine like the championship and i won <laughs> Oh, I'm sure you did. Um, but I remember I don't even remember like really anything about that game except we were in like our final set and I remember my coach wanted to talk to me and I was in such like a like a head zone. I didn't want to talk to anyone. He's like, "Doyle, come here." And I just like shook my head no and stayed nope. where I was. And I remember like that's like honestly the biggest thing because I felt like I was being defiant. Like I didn't want to <laughs> talk to him. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I think that's just you got to, especially yeah. in, in, I mean, it's team sports, but it's very individual. Yeah. Um, you've got to get in your headspace. And I just knew, like, because the our first set was so back and forth, and I lost it. And then the second set was, like, back and forth, but towards, the, like, the second half of it, I was, like, I got into a groove, and I didn't want to lose that. And mm-hmm. I felt like if I talked to him, I was going to lose that. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like every coach, if you get waved off in that moment, you just got to respect it. Yeah. You just got to look like, all right, Yeah. you do you. I mean, it's – now, have you thought – I know you coach um, lacrosse. Have you thought about coaching girls' tennis? Oh, yeah. I would in a heartbeat. Listen, get out there. They've yeah. got to be – look, 
That's the one thing. I think it's one of the things, though, I've been out of it for so long. Like, I, that was one of the sports I, like, you know, I stopped playing in high school and I never really went back. So I feel like it's been, like, you You probably years. need a minute. Like, you, you need a bit. You need a hot minute to get yeah, back to into get it. get back into it. But, oh, I love, I love tennis. Can I tell you one thing? And uh, Rob Udy coaches, uh, he's one of the coaches for Wheatfield Girls Tennis. Man, like, you... you You've got to go past the tennis courts to the soccer fields where they are. Yeah. Holy God, they've got like an army of tennis players, like girls. Like I, there had to have been, there had to have been over twenty five, maybe yeah. even like thirty. I mean, the numbers were insane. In fact, I remember just walking like Rob, are you guys getting ready for a soccer team? Like what? Like what's going on? I mean, every court is packed every like they've got girls waiting i mean they've got they would they've got another grape and he even looked he was like yeah he's like i could put like you know our third best team could beat like most teams like i mean they're just and they i feel like when you get to that point though like how many can you keep how many do you want to keep i feel like that's like a hard oh for sure for sure because Tennis, you've got your top three mm-hmm. singles players, and then you've got two doubles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's what two, four, seven players. You're gonna want injuries. I would assume maybe you're keeping what fourteen, ten, fourteen. Yeah. You know, for injuries yeah. to keep it competitive. That's what like, like, well, if, like people get injured, then you need to have backup. But then, like, I don't know. That's yeah, hard. and then it practices. I mean, you want to go against different people. Mm-hmm. You don't want to keep going against the same. Yeah. One or two girl. Yeah, I'm going to – I want to ask Rob how many he keeps. Um, in fact, I'll text him right now. We'll see if we can get a response from him. I want to play Skyball. What is Skyball? I don't even remember, but I, I don't I don't remember, like, the rules of the actual game. But I know at some point you yell Skyball and you have to, like, get – I don't even know what it's called. I'm losing all my tennis terms right now. See, this is why I Oh, like a lob? It. Yes, thank you. Okay. I don't know. And, like, it's like when you – I think it's like when you win. If you, like, win the point, you have to run to the other side. And as you're running to the other side, the coach hits a sky ball. And then the next person is, like, trying to hit that lob. Like, basically spike you out or get you out as you're running around. Okay. I don't know. It was always my favorite game. That's cool. See, listen, I feel like you need to be coaching tennis now. Yeah, now you have it in my head, so <laughs> – that's all right. This time next year, we'll be like, Megan, how did your first two or three days of coaching tennis go? It was great. <laughs> um, but no, it's just, it's unbelievable. Like I said, back when, when I was playing, we didn't, uh, let's see, Rob just got back to me, 22, and he didn't cut. So we kept <laughs> 22 girls. That's so many. That's that is so many. That's a ton, but at the same time, especially if they're younger players, okay, like if there are yeah. a lot of seventh graders, eighth graders, ninth graders. Yeah. I mean, even just if they don't get in matches, I feel like though you have to the parents have to be on board. Yeah. The parents have to be on board. Like you can't have those, well, why isn't my kid playing? Why isn't my kid playing? And I feel like after a while, just coaching and knowing the the, the mm-hmm. parents, the school. He, Rob teaches at the building. Um, in fact, he's one of the assistant coaches. I can't remember the lady who is the head coach. Um, I know Rob introduced me to her. I can't remember what her name is. Um, but I feel like you have to know 
the parents. Yeah. Because if you've got a, an eighth grader or a ninth grader or even a 10th or 11th grader who's been on the team but just their only practice player, their only practice player. Because yeah. it's kind of like you're you're playing your top seven yeah. no matter what. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, if you're playing against a much weaker opponent, maybe, all right, let's give our let's give our starting three singles players a rest let's move three in there maybe you can you can throw the other well it's great i don't think i've ever actually like really thought about it like how different tennis is and like a lineup and like what matches or like what a what it means yeah like towards sectionals it's I feel uh, like it's very different it's crazy i coached it one <laughs> it was another sport that i coached but probably shouldn't have i co- actually coached <laughs> tennis one year at uh the park school Okay. I coached them one year, but it was a much smaller team. Yeah. And it was, it was guys and girls because they didn't. They we had. I want to say we had three girls, so there wasn't enough girl interest for a fall season. Yeah. But uh, I coached it one year, but it was more. I didn't have to make cuts. I think we had maybe a team of, maybe a team of ten. Mm-hmm. And um. It was very much like, all right, we're having matches throughout the year. All right, if you want to challenge somebody, yeah. like if you're second and you want to challenge first, you better beat them. You know, you could have your challenge matches. Because Not every day. But. It's like one of those things, like you really do need to play your best because like in in soccer, you could take out your best player, put someone else in to give them a break, and like your team can yeah. still succeed and do well. But like... Oh, for sure. Sorry, I don't think I've like ever actually like thought about tennis from a coaching perspective until this very moment. <laughs> yeah, and then I would assume too, like if I'm a if I'm a top, well, you as a top tennis player, you, I'm sure you didn't want to sit out a match because Never. God forbid if there was somebody from a college yeah. watching that match or if there was you know your ranking or stuff like that, you don't want to take out anything. Yeah, you know you don't want to lose that. Uh, you don't want to take. You don't want to lose your your role in there. You don't want to. It's just. So it's got to be a little interesting too. Did you guys ever have that? Where, hey Meg, we're playing the worst team in the league. We don't want you to play today. Or no. did your coach just go out and win? I was gonna say yeah. I'm like I don't think I was ever ever set a match or anything. Yeah. I think we had a smaller team though. Like I. I want to say we had like two or three extra girls, so it wasn't like. Okay. You know, I don't know. I feel like everyone just kind of, like, knew their role on the team. And okay. it was really cool because I feel like we all, like, really just loved each other and we all had, like, a lot of fun, you know? So that's good. It was a good vibe. <laughs> good vibe. All right. Um, speaking of not-so-good vibes. Oh, Larry. And, and we talked about this <laughs> earlier. You wanted to bring up. I. Oh, you wanted okay. to bring up a little bit about injuries. So here's the situation. Now, how old is, are you? You're 20. I am, I am 27. 27. And I understand I'm I'm still I'm still young, but I'm getting I'm getting Absolutely. older, you know. Um, and my body is just like re- I'm waking up in the morning and like my feet hurt and like I can't walk right away <laughs> and like my lower back hurts and my shoulders hurt and I'm just like, is this the rest of my life, Larry? <laughs> will well, it like, ever go away? Megan asked, "Will it ever go away?" I was like, "Do you want me to lie to you?" Yes. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Once you hit 28, <laughs> you'll never feel it again. <laughs> no, it's, uh, oh man, there's times soccer was the one that I always got injured, uh, not even injured, but just beat up on. But there's times I'm 42, 43 in a month, 
Two months? Two months? Congratulations. Are you in October? I'm That's in October, your... baby. That's like the best month to have a Are birthday. you in October, baby, too? No, I'm January, oh, baby. Oh. Yeah, no, October. <laughs> oh, and after I tell the story, I'm going to tell you how amazing my wife is. Okay. But um, Tell your story first. No, there's times where I'll get out of bed and I'll either grab like my knee or I'll grab my hip or my ankle or whatever. And I'll be like, it like I'll have <laughs> flashbacks as to like vividly like what game like, oh, that's ah uh, yeah, that's the slide tackle I took or that's the yeah. beat up I took. Like I'll just flash back to a soccer game like yes that's why my hip hurts i and i think it's like plantar fasciitis or like there's something going on with my right foot that like every morning i wake up and i take a step and i cannot walk that has been my newest one that popped up probably like three or four months ago where i don't know what it is the top of my foot like Mm -hmm. just hurts on my right step, my right foot, like I'll step and it'll be fine but then i'll have an occasional step and like oh that hurts like what's up with that I feel like if I go and get it checked out, it will potentially, like, be okay. Like, it will get better, but I just... See, I'm the other way. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? If I just keep walking it off... It'll be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. I also... I was just talking to a friend about this. I'm like, I feel like if I were to wake up and, like, you know, 10 minutes in my morning just do a little yoga, I would be much happier. And I can't get myself to do that. Can I tell you, I... During the pandemic... When we first, first got shut down. Mm-hmm. So when it was, we had that year, I think we shut down in what, like March, yeah. early March, April, whatever it was, where we shut down. It was still very much up in the air if we were going to have a spring season, if this was going to be the quote unquote two week shutdown, yeah. whatever, that lasted, what, like oh, two years? Man. I forgot all about all of that. <laughs> so we had, um, I offered it up to my track team. I said, listen, we can do Skype workouts. Mm-hmm. We can work. I, coach throwers so i opened it up to all my throwers and to their credit and they've been on they've been on the podcast but jess newbert and aaron donnellan showed up to almost every single even afterwards even when we the season i think a month later was officially canceled yeah they kept it with coach can we keep doing this so we we did it over zoom um i think maybe skype a few times but normally over zoom yeah. and it was to the point where, like, they would do some of the stuff and be like, all right, nope, tweak that. Or we'd yeah. go over the, the throwing form. But then we would do workouts, which would consist <laughs> – I know. No, we, I know. I know exactly what you're saying, but my brain just went to, like, a workout video. Like, okay, we did. let's we, go. <laughs> we pretty much did. We would find one. And then about – I think about two or three weeks into it, I think it was, the girls were like, well, Coach, can we start doing yoga? And – about a week before, I don't know what I did, but my back was like I threw my back out or my back was sore. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you girls can do yoga. I'll like, no, no, do it. So I did a couple yoga, uh, yoga videos. They found, uh, you know, like 35, 40 yeah. minute yoga videos, whatever it was. There was one girl that was really good. I forgot what her name was, um, but just a really good. Yeah. It was like stretching and yoga, like all to whatever. And. The first, after like the second time of doing it, I noticed my back just felt a lot better. Not while doing it, yeah. but like no, but like you know, afterwards. After like an hour afterwards, my back would feel like a lot well, like, better. I, I probably like, should still be doing. That's it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I feel like if you think about it, you know, you're you're told to stretch before and after a workout, right? Like mm-hmm. in sports, like you have Did your. You? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like you have your team. You make them stretch before. You have them do like a cool down, and I feel like. 
your everyday life as an adult can be a workout because of how inactive you are. Oh, for sure. Like for me, like I'll have days where I'm like super active and the next day I'm like sore and everything hurts. I'm like a little bit of stretching. Like it makes sense every day. Now, I were, do it. No. were you one of those athletes? Because I'll let you guess which kind of athlete I was. Were you one of those athletes <laughs> that stretched before and after and like took it seriously and this and that? Were you like a big stretch so I would say probably not at first, but definitely my senior year of high school. And I feel like when I became a captain, I was way more serious about it. And like watching friends get injured and be like, we we like have to take care of our bodies. Um, yes, I, w- I did take it way more seriously. In college, I was so serious about it. And I'd like ice bath after every practice. Like, See, I wish. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, you were not that person. And I, I know you weren't. No, I. Can I be honest? <laughs> Especially during soccer season, you could the coach could come out and say, run, run a mile, run two miles. You guys are doing wind sprints. You're doing this. You're doing this. And I'd be so fine with it. I'd be like, cool, whatever, five miles. Let's go. Yeah. Bring it on. Have no problem doing that. When we would get in later on when I was captain and I was leading the stretch circles, we'd get in the stretching and doing mm-hmm. that. Oh, my God. It was painful as hell. Like yeah. there are times like I'm even when you do those, you know, you do the partner stretches where you got one leg on the ground, the other person, they're yeah. like, you know, I can't touch my toes and I've never. Oh, been able no, to. no. Me. I mean, I can't even <laughs> get my knees straight and touch my toe. But no, they'd like, you know, you'd have one leg straight out and you'd have the other one like you'd be on your back and they'd push that leg towards you. They'd be like, yeah. all right, tell me when to stop. I'd be like, stop. That's... Like, like, dude, I didn't even touch your leg. Doesn't matter. It's good there. Just yeah. hold it. I mean, I was so. Still, not was. I am not flexible at all. I'm not. I think part, it just, it hurt. Like, it hurt. I'm really weird, though. I'm, like, very double-jointed. So, like, my knees, like, if this is, like, normal, is this normal extended in my straight right now? Like, can you tell me? Is this, like, straight? It looks a lot so straighter than I'm, I could get. I'm double-jointed, so if you watch, like, I can't tell if this is straight because my, my oh, knees naturally ah. Does that hurt? No, it feels... It's like I'm double-jointed, so that just feels normal to me. But, like... So, like, this is straight, but, like, that's the extension of my knee. I'm, like, double-jointed. Did you ever, like, mess with one of your trainers? Like, if you were out in the lacrosse field, like... No, I didn't. Just be like, oh! Oh, no. Like... But if I, like... If I lay straight on the ground, like, I can make my... (laughs) That is so cool. Yeah. No, that's cool, but... Oh, man. I would be messing with my trainer. Like, oh, my God. I think it's broken. (laughs) Uh, but that was another thing too, back when I, I mean, I played, um, graduated in 98. So mid nineties, you knew a team had money if they had a trainer. Like yeah. there was like, I know when we would play Nichols, they would have a trainer and maybe one other school would have a personal trainer. But back in those days, it was, if you got like hurt, hurt, you know, you got to call nine one one. Yeah. You know, now I think I don't know if it's I'm pretty sure it's mandatory, but whether it is or not, every school has a trainer. Well, and like that's like when I was in high school, I don't think we had a trainer until like my last two years. And even then it was like she was only there some days. It was like I never realized that was a thing in high school until after I left high school. So, yeah, it's I feel like that would have. I feel like I that would have definitely benefited me with some of my injuries. And dealing it, like with. I feel like it is so important. Like you, you should have a trainer. Oh, for sure. Credit to all the trainers out there. Um, I agree. In fact, I, I thought about going in college. Like I thought about doing. Kenesha's had a dual major with athletic training 
and physical education, looking back on it, I probably should have done the major, done the dual major, but I always thought that would have been, that would be a cool, yeah, cool gig. Um, but just, it was, I don't know. It, I just always feel like a little, a little jealous of yeah. these kids nowadays. Like they've got a trainer that they shows don't know them. how good they have They it. do. <laughs> darn, darn kids, darn get off kids. my lawn. <laughs> it's just, I, I thought that would have been, I, and I still think now it's really beneficial even before, yeah. you know, af, before practice, after school, go down to the trainer, Yeah. you know, coach, I'm a little tight, go down to the trainer. Coach, I'm having go to the trainer. Like it's, it's almost like the trainer nowadays is kind of like an assistant coach. Yeah. Almost, I feel so bad because I feel like I'm always on my trainer with like concussions. Like whenever a kid hits their head, I'm like, go see the trainer. Yeah, yeah. no, and in the trainer, I've gotten to uh, talk to him a few or talk to him in practice. Uh, Joe at Wheatfield, awesome, awesome job. Um, great, great guy so far to work at. He's been extremely helpful. Uh, not that the trainers at Kenmore weren't either. I know, um, Laura, the, the trainer at Ken West, even though she's at Ken West, she still helps out. Ken East athletes is still there for a wealth of knowledge. Um, way before that, when I first got there, Stephanie, oh my God, I loved Stephanie as a trainer. Yeah. She was awesome. Unfortunately, fortunately for us, she took a much better, much higher paying job with yeah. much better hours but she was awesome. But it's just when you have a good trainer, I feel like it's just it's like an assistant coach. Yeah, it really is. It's and not only that, it's so beneficial for a program because a lot of these a lot of these uh, trainers nowadays, they're not just doing they're not just being reactive. They're not mm-hmm. just waiting for the injury. You know, they're giving these kids stretches, preventative stretches yeah. Um, they're giving them nutrition stuff. They're giving them and I rehab. Love that too. I love nutritional things. Like, I think that is so important and like starting to teach that at a younger level. You can just... tell my nutrition has kind of <laughs> slacked a little bit. No, I mean, same, but like, I feel like I was someone that I like didn't eat enough and it hurt me, you know? Like, yeah. cause like when you're working out, like, you really do have to eat and you really do need. Like oh, calories. Yeah. Absolutely. And I don't, I even just going through soccer practices, going through track and field practices as an athlete, you don't realize just how many calories you're burning. Yeah. I mean, it feels like normal to you. My big thing as an athlete, and I wish this is probably why I wasn't as flexible or had problems with flexibility, I would never drink water. Yeah. Like I was never, my hydration. I've gotten a, I've gotten slightly better at it. Actually, I've, I go through I go through like uh, get yourself an emotional support water bottle. That is the only way I drink water. I've lost so many water bottles. I like <laughs> bought this because I love this water bottle and I drink out of it. And this is my favorite sticker. And I don't know if I've ever showed it to you. Didn't hydrate with a <laughs> with the tombstone. I love it. It's a tombstone, it. and it says "Didn't hydrate" because love hydrate it. or dehydrate. <laughs> I love it. No, I was so bad. Like even during games. Like, they would have, like, the the water bottles or the water jug or whatever. Yeah. I don't know why. I, like, I'd go over. A couple times I'd go over. I'd swish the water in my own mouth and spit it out. Yeah. Or we'd have Gatorade, and I'd drink a little bit, and I'd go back out and play. But I don't know. I never. 
At, at, at some point, I I remember like priding myself on it, and I'm just that's the right? dumbest. I feel like I that's understand. the dumbest. Like even nowadays, looking back, if I was coaching myself, I'd I'm be like, you, you idiot. idiot, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I feel like okay, so maybe maybe this is our issue because I feel like I did not drink enough water, and I'm also not flexible at all whatsoever. Um, no, water's so important. I wish I knew. Yeah, and my big thing, like I was always and still am, I'm a pop guy. Like I will, I'll drink root beer. I'll drink root beer is my big one. Is it really? Oh, I love root beer. A and W. Never knew that. A and W, baby. A and W. Gives me tummy aches. <laughs> root beer? Yeah. Uh, it it, it can like, be. I, it is. I a... like. I love a good root beer float. Don't get me wrong. Like I love. I do love. Oh, like the you're taste speaking of my root language. Beer, but it just is like a lot for me sometimes. Yeah. Well, it can be. It is very gassy. Like yeah. it's a uh, very carbonated or mm-hmm. filling or whatever you want to call it. But no, I love good root beer. Um. But I'm, I'll drink, of course, the Mountain Dews, which are like the worst pop for you ever. Do you have a certain flavor you like? Do you like just normal or? Um, I was a big normal one, but I I have been getting into the Code Red. Okay. A lot lately. Big Code Red. So guy. I'll get on the Code Red kick. Were you? Are you a Dr Pepper fan? Yes, I would say that is my favorite. Have you tried the strawberry Dr Pepper? Oh, is it good? I okay. enjoy it. Okay, it's. I think I'll it's. It it's out. been out maybe a month, but it's starting to finally get into yeah. most of the big stores now. I was gonna say I'm not a. I'm not a big. Do you say pop or soda? I don't know. I say pop. Okay, I feel like I used to say soda, and then moving to Buffalo. Now I you say, say pop. pop. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big pop person, but I definitely go through phases. Like I'll have a day where I'm like, this is all I want, and Dr Pepper is usually my go to. Strawberry, okay. I will have to try it. Strawberry Dr Pepper. This was, I don't know if you ever tried it. They used to have it. I don't know if they do anymore, but when they had the cherry Dr. Pepper. Cherry? Yes, I have had that. What'd you think about that? I liked it. I liked that a lot. If you like cherry, you'll like like the strawberry. Dr. Pepper is already, like it has like a cherry taste Mm -hmm. to it. And then like when it's more cherry, it's. I'm telling you one thing, and I'll do this with both before they came out with the cherry Dr. Pepper, but I'll do this with both Dr. Pepper and with root beer. You know, you, you have those like maraschino cherries or whatever. Yeah. I'll ooh, uh, you know where I'm going. Oh, with I know this. where you're going with this. I'll throw like the syrup on there, and maybe like yeah. six, or if I want to get you know just twelve maraschino cherries at the bottom yeah. of the glass. Put like maybe you know a little bit of syrup, yeah. and then throw like the you know, mugs or the A and W root beer or the doctor. Oh my god! I do that with my whiskey amazing. ginger sometimes. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll throw some of that in there with some cherries. It just just in height heightens. I don't know. Yeah, in heightens. You're right. Heightens. Okay. <laughs> you were right. Um. Okay, now this is another thing. This is this is brought up. Was there anything like back in the day that they told you was like, oh, good for you, like good for you playing sports? That now we've learned is just like not healthy. You know what? This is going to sound terrible, but I feel like Gatorade. Okay, because it, just so that be- was mine. That was I was going to say. I'm like, I feel like Gatorade's not as good for you as you think. I mean, yes. you still drink it, and it, it still has its benefits in ways. But but I feel like back in the back in the 80s and 90s, I think it came out in 70s, late 70s. But anyways, back like in the 80s and even into the mid 90s, I feel like it was it was I don't want to say healthier, but I guess healthier because mm-hmm. they didn't have as much sugar in there. Mm-hmm. They limited the the amount of preservatives or whatever that they put yeah. in there. But I feel like the taste really wasn't there. So okay. that's when, like, late 90s, 2000, they really started jacking it up with sugar, with sugar. adding all kinds of natural or artificial flavors, this yeah. and that. 
and almost made it like a pop. Mm-hmm. So it's, I feel like you thought, oh, I'm drinking Gatorade. Don't worry, yeah. I'm drinking Gatorade. It's healthy. I'm drinking Gatorade. But if you look at it, holy cow, this has like more sugar than some of the pops yeah. out there. So I feel like that. But now, I mean, you've got the low-cal Gatorade and the Gatorade mm-hmm. Zero. So, I mean, maybe they're going back to making the quote-unquote healthier Gatorade. Yeah. But I feel like that's the biggest one that that definitely has the – you can be tricked. The thing now I'm, like, so skeptical of – and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's great for you. The Celsiuses. Have you drank Oh, those? God. You, like, I yeah. feel like everyone is drinking them right now. And I'm like, I feel like this can't – be great for you i agree and it's um can i tell you the first time i had it i didn't know what it was sarah sarah had them and she drinks them but she she'll get like the big case yeah you know because it's cheaper so we'll get them at uh we'll get them at bj's or whatever and um there's like one or two flavors that she doesn't like yeah so I was like, all right, well, let me drink one. And I drank, and it tasted good. Yeah. And, like, right after, I was like, all right, I'm kind of thirsty again. So I drank another one, and my heart started, like, fluttering. I'm like, holy Christ. I'm like, what the hell is this yeah. thing? Like, am I like, am I on drugs or something? And she's like, no. She's like, well, how many did you have? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, maybe I just started my third one. And she's like, no. She's there like, stop. <laughs> she's like, stop drinking it. I'm like, why? Isn't it basically like Gatorade? No, it is not. No. It's like, I feel like it's like a, in air quotes here, a healthy energy drink. I was going to say maybe like a healthy Red Bull. Yeah. Like deal. it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't have as many like chemicals in it, but it's still, it's like a, ca- a very caffeinated um it's thin as like it boosts your metabolism. It's good to have before. But I feel like it's yes. just like they're disguising it like in an energy drink. And I feel like in years they're going to be like, oh, these were really bad for you. I agree. I agree. I have a feeling they – and they probably already said that about those um, – what's the little one? Like the five-hour energy? Yeah. Or oh, and like I'm, I'm saying this too. Like I drink Red Bull. I, I have a Celsius in my car right now. Like I'm, I drink them, but I feel like – they're not actually great for you. It is anything these days. Yeah. I used to have five-hour energies before games, though, like that or Red Bull. That's the one thing. Five-hour energies, I don't have those often, but when I do, I feel like those are I – don't, I don't know if they help me, but they make – they do make me alert, and I yeah. don't get that caffeine rush or whatever. I was going to say I lied. I didn't have five-hour energies before games. I did Red Bulls before games, but five-hour energies when I needed to pull all-nighters. That was okay. my thing. Red Bulls, I never got into Red Bull. I just didn't like the taste. Oh, I love Red Bull. I just didn't like the taste. I thought it tasted like cough syrup. Yeah. Like, I just <laughs> I but it's didn't like, like it. I don't know. I I like Red Bulls. I also like the flavored ones a lot, too. So, like, blueberry and all that greatness. Yeah, I haven't tried those. But um, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. I couldn't get into it, which is, you know, everybody's got their own thing. Yeah. Um. So, we're talking a little bit about injuries. Worst injury during a game, whether it's tennis, lacrosse. I'm guessing it's probably lacrosse, but just because you were the mad woman and played goal. So here's the thing is I'm a very – I've been very fortunate that I never had any kind of like long-term injury. Okay. Like the only time I ever had to sit out of a sport was for lacrosse because I had a concussion. Okay, so no, like, no broken bones, no... I have, where's there wood in here? I'm hoping this is... I've never broken a bone. <laughs> really? Um, I, yeah, no, I, I've been very, very fortunate. But I've done things like, 
like jammed a finger or yeah, something? Yeah, so lacrosse, the big one in college was there was one time because I would come out of my crease and I had my stick out because I was trying to like block the girl behind my net. And then I don't even know what happened, but like she ran forward and someone else came in and they were like push and collided. And when my stick and arm was out, like one person came in one direction with my arm and the other person went in another direction with my arm and it got like all twisted. And I, to this day, think I like it dislocated and popped back in. Like it was such like a, yeah. And it has never been the same since. Like it really like, and I I can probably, I'm not going to, I'm going to do it. I'm like, I can I heard it. You got the little click. I have the little click. It happens like when I rotate it a certain way. So I hope that picked up. Oh, it did. <laughs> so that was I'm my shoulder. Sure. I was like, oh, you could hear that. Um, but then like lacrosse too, um, my sh- there would be times my shin was just so swollen and completely black and blue because I was just like, oh, yeah. psycho. Um, well, because you – I forget. you For lacrosse, you don't wear anything on the legs, right? You you can, I or can. You, why am I not surprised? But. <laughs> so now when you say you can, like, is it like the most that you can wear? Would it be like the like soccer style shin guards? So or? They, they make. It's like not like I, it's not like hockey where you wear pads, right? No. So okay. when I wore them, I actually wore um, they were field hockey ones. So it was almost like a sock. You like kind of put it on and went around your whole leg. And it was like a pad from your ankle like to just below your knee. OK. But there was like the. Uh, yeah, but it was like protection, yeah. like right here. Um, but I stopped wearing those in high school. So, okay, <laughs> that was the one thing I call me a bit of a wuss or whatever. But that was the one thing I always had, like the big shin guard, like from you know right below the ankle to like almost right, almost right at the knee, like pretty yeah. much guarding the whole shin. I don't know why. I just felt more comfortable with them, like know, even I just the that. way they like, feel. But there, I mean, there's guys and even girls nowadays, soccer, like they'll put like the little mini yeah. guards on there, or like just slide them right into the sock. I don't know. I just. And I mean, didn't here's, like it. here's the thing if I could go back and tell little Megan to wear her shin guards, I would because <laughs> my, my shins are craters. Like the, I literally, there's so many little bumps in my shins. Well, I can imagine. I mean, that ball's got to be flying at like 40, yeah. 50 plus miles an hour. Oh, I was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But I get. It. I feel like for me too, it was like a sensory thing. Like I did not like the feel. Like I, I hated wearing padding. Yeah. See, I was the I was the opposite. I just liked that. I don't know if it was yeah. a comfort feel or a comfort thing, or if it was just the feel of it. That's. It was almost like when you're ready for the game. Like just that feel of sliding the shin guards up. Like all right, I'm ready. Yeah. Like let's go. Like you pull the side. Like it's just. I don't know. I. I. That was my thing to get me ready. I feel like going back to injuries, I just remembered something, too. I don't Uh-oh. know if I've talked to you about this. I It wasn't, like, an injury, but going back to, like, dehydration, mm-hmm. um, I have fainted during a – like, during running, like, literally on the ground, like, fainted because I was dehydrated. Ooh. Okay. I'm like, I think that was, like, maybe the worst where, like, my trainer had to, like, run to me and revive me. But was that college or was that high school? That was college. Okay. Because no one – I feel like that's the thing, too, is, like, I wasn't prepared from going – from high school, where we're running like a mile or so a day to college, where you're running like three miles. Oh, for it's like sure. a three mile start, and then you're running another like three miles during drills, and it was just like so much. I just was not prepared, and I definitely like fainted in the second week. Just okay, straight up. And I remember I was like kind of like coming to, and my coach was like, "Keep running," because people were trying to stop <laughs> and check on me, and she like wouldn't let them. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. How about you? 
Uh, my worst injury was, um, well, I get well. It was that practice after practice? I was an idiot, and we were goofing around. We decided to play rugby, and of course, I no. got <laughs> hit. And it wasn't even necessarily a bad hit. Yeah, but I just the way I landed, like I got turned sideways, and I landed right on my right mm. shoulder. Like all the weight came crushing down on it. I knew it right away. Yeah. Like I heard the, like I heard the snap. Yeah. And um, it happened to be my dad had gotten there like pretty much right then. So I kind of, I got up, you know, I said like, all right, bye everybody. Yeah. And I walked I'm like, I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine. And it was probably like, I don't know. It was probably maybe, maybe a football field length walk yeah. from where I was to my dad's car. All I remember was opening the back of the door and just falling in the back seat and be like, I broke my shoulder. So, of course, it was right to the emergency room. And sure enough, I snapped my clavicle. Oh, that's like one of the worst. Oh, my God. It was the worst part of it. Thankfully, I didn't, for whatever reason, they didn't have to go back in and set it. I didn't need pins. Yeah. Which I kind of think they're... Not that I have a lot of shoulder issues, but every now and then I feel it. I kind of yeah. feel like they should have put pins in there, but whatever. Um, for the next at least two weeks, maybe even longer, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep in my bed. Yeah. I had to sleep in uh, like one of those, what do they call like bark lounger or recliner chairs in the living room. <laughs> and it was, oh my God, God forbid. I remember sneezing one time. <gasps> Oh my God, oh. I wanted to die. Yeah. Like I was, like I just did the, you know, blood. And I, oh my God, I was in tears. Like it hurt. But anytime you move your neck, you move yeah. your, it just. Oh my gosh. Like, cause I remember the no, first. No, that's like, I've been told that's one of the worst things you can break. Oh God. And yeah. And I remember cause going to my mom's, um, cause I stayed at my mom's house. I lived with her, but I'd go upstairs, you know, she'd walk me upstairs. My brother helped. Yeah. And I went to sit down on my bed and like, I didn't even make it halfway back. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Can't do this. Somebody lift me up now. Like I couldn't, there was no way in hell (laughs) I was laying down on my bed. So that's why I had the only place for, I think it was about two weeks that I felt comfortable was on the recliner. You kind of recline it up, but man, that was a long two weeks. And I had my arm like tied basically to my, I mean, it was, you'd breathe too heavy and yeah. it hurt. So that was, you know, the the first year I coached soccer. I had no clue what I was doing. Was really nervous all the time. Thanks, Larry. And you did awesome. <laughs> but that was the very first game within like the first five minutes. One of my girls went down and broke her clavicle. And that was Ooh. my very first game. I remember that. But you remember, I was like, who was the girl? Do you remember the girl's name? I, I... literally, um, she was the one that was always broken too. Was that... Um... I want to start. Did it start with an M? Was there a Maddie or like? No. Was it Lily? Or I know Lily broke something with you. Taller. It was Lily. She's. Can I tell you? She's a heck of a cross country or a track and field. Yeah. Runner. In fact, she's doing cross country now. I got a. I found a picture from my first year a while ago. And it was like really cute. I was like, oh Aww. my gosh. I don't know if I still have it or where it was saved, but I'm. First year a modified or first year a JV? It was modified. 
It was like my first did, game ever because Modified was my first year. You did, did you do two years or three years of Modified? And then you did two years, no, one year of JV. I did two years Modified, one year JV. Yeah. And then I said, You're I've, like, had, okay. I've had enough. enough. This was a good experience. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember her name, but she broke her, her clavicle. Was that Modified year? Modified year. Okay, so it wouldn't have been Lily then. No, she was like a redhead, I think. Well, Lily's a redhead. Oh, maybe it was her. I don't know, because I just know the next season came around, and she like had broke something else. And I'm like, is this... That might have been Lily Clark. Do you know how some kids just like break everything, and they're just always... Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We had, um, uh, for soccer, uh, Maggie was just... Yeah. Oh, my God. It was, and it was she was such a good player. That's who it was. Oh, was it Maggie? It oh, that's Maggie. right. It I was, was like it started with an M. That's I'm right. Like, Maddie? No, it was Maggie. Yes, because I had her. I had them. That was the group I had my <laughs> my seventh grade or their seventh grade year. Yeah. So I had them for modified the one year. Some of them moved up with me to JV. Mm-hmm. Maggie didn't, probably because of injury. Yeah. But yes, you would have had Maggie. And I was so bummed because she was so good. Oh, absolutely. And she was like, she was so smart. And like, I loved having her on the sideline because like she knew what she was doing and I did not all the time. I was like, why is that happening? What's yeah. that rule? And she's a good kid. Like, yeah. She's funny. Um, no, she ended up not playing her last year would have been her senior year. This oh, past she season. Play? She didn't play because in, in, she had kind of told me a little bit. She got hurt again, of yeah. course, her junior year. But it, you could just tell she was just tired of the injuries. Yeah. She was just tired of, of rehabbing stuff or, or going over stuff. So, and you, you always put up the no, no, you should play. But at that point, I just like, okay, yeah. I, you know, I know, Meg. I know. And That's she so felt hard. bad. And yeah. she wanted to play. But at the same time, she's but just it's like, like I, you don't want to deal. Like, I get that. Yeah. And it was with her. If it wasn't a concussion, it was um, an ankle or a knee. It was the ankle or, the next year. I'm like, because yeah. she broke her clavicle with me. And I think the next year it was her ankle. Even seventh grade year, she seventh grade year. She didn't do it on the field. Yeah. I remember she came over limping um, before practice. I was like, Meg, what happened? Oh, I was. Walking in the hallway, and I rolled my ankle. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, and she was out for probably three games. I remember, too, when it happened, I was so panicked because, like, I – the trainer wasn't on the field. I, like, hadn't been given her number yet either, and I, like, didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, And I was, like, trying to get in contact with, like – because I had the AD's number, and I was, like, trying to call him to, like, see where the trainer was to see if she could be sent to us. And I was, like, with her, and she was crying – and her mom was so great. And oh, I was, her mom's awesome. I remember being like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm trying to get the trainer here. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. She's like, this happens all the time. Yep. I was like, okay. Like, we got the trainer on speed dial. No big deal. Um, no, such a great kid. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she graduated this year. She was with George. Um, yes. Okay. So, no, that was. Who's in, I'm trying to think of all the girls that I had that. I don't know. I feel like they would have been graduate. They would have graduated by now. For your first modified season, or are they going? The eighth graders you would have had, like you would have had Maggie. Did you have Annika? Yeah, you would have had Annika. That would have been that group. Uh, Maria, both George, both Marias, Maria Costanzo, uh, George, and um, Maria Colosimo. They would have yeah. both came up with me for JV. Um, um Ava. 
I don't know. I think she was like seventh grader though. Ava Grady. Mm-hmm. Ava Grady. The Ava Grady will be. This will be. She'll be going into her senior year. Oh, that's. Uh, that's she's. Jeez, she is funny. She is so like, funny. She is hilarious. Um, she, she, she was made, so. She, she made, made thirteen. So she made thirteen Western New York this oh, past year for her. soccer. She turned into a, and not turn it. She is an amazing defender. I was gonna say she was so. Like, do you know when kids, you're like, you're not there yet, but you have so much potential. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she was one of those kids where I'm like, you just need to grow a little, like, just get a little stronger. Because I think she was just getting pushed around too much. Oh, absolutely. And, like, I was like, you're, she's, uh, she was going to be so good. Even her, fir- her first year of varsity, I want to say, was 10th grade. She mm-hmm. made varsity her 10th grade year. And with her, it was before she had played midfield for me um, her 9th grade year and her 8th grade year on JV. Yeah. And she was a she was good for the JV level at midfield, mm-hmm. but she just she wasn't big enough to yeah. play it. Yeah, she wasn't. And we struggled that first part of her freshman year. We really struggled to find a spot for her. Yeah, Jamie and I were like, all right, she can she can play, but she's not at the varsity level she's, for midfield. Yeah, do we try her up on forward? Do we try like she? We struggled to to find her role, yeah. and then I think Jamie was just like, "Well, let's try her on the back line." Like, I think I was I was like, "Well, I don't know if she's big enough." You know, she's yeah. she's gonna and sure enough, it started where okay, she's given us quality minutes. Okay, okay, she's our starting defender. Like I said last year, okay, she's making third team yeah. all star. I mean, she did an amazing job. She picked it up. That's great. That makes me so happy. Oh, absolutely. In fact, this year, I'd be shocked if she wasn't there, like, when we're playing there, if she's not their starting uh, center defender. I think she's going to kick inside. She played outside defender for us. Yeah. I wouldn't see why she can't kick inside and, and be a, that leader yeah. of that back line. But, um, no, she was she was great. Yeah. She was a good – and she'd be one. She would always have a corny joke. Or not even a corny joke, just a joke. Or if I say a corny joke, she'd come back with a snappy comeback. Yeah. Like, she was just, she was a great kid to coach. She was so funny. She did, like, so many little, like, silly, quirky things. And yeah. I'm like, you're, yeah. And I feel like every team, <laughs> every team needs that person. Yeah. Needs that. I don't want to, I don't want to belittle it and say comic relief. Yeah. But that's exactly what it was. It was comic relief. You know, if tensions were getting a little too high, mm-hmm. they'd come up with like a, uh, a, a, a silly comment, yeah. a, a joke, a something to relieve the tension. No, she was awesome. Shady Grady. <laughs> Shady Grady. Uh, um, good kids. Yeah, absolutely. That was one thing. Even for lacrosse, like, do you, do you have those memorable teams? Like those just... Yeah. I mean, I guess as... as coaches or as teachers you don't want to say you have favorites or you but you have favorites it's like it's so again like you know like they ask you all the time too they're like who's your favorite mm-hmm. and they're like don't say anyone in this room like who's your favorite not in this room and i'm like <laughs> i'm not i'm like i don't have favorites and i wouldn't say i do have like favorite i mean i don't know i feel like that's so hard to like even just like favorite teams like did you but have like favorite teams overall I and I don't know if it was just because it was my first year but like my first group that I coached at Grand Island like such a great group and I think like I was figuring it out and they all loved lacrosse like so so much um 
their senior years wasn't this last season it was like the year before like they all like just graduated that was the year like my goalie like my little goalie I got to handpick it was like my first goalie I ever handpicked and like she went on to be absolutely amazing like she's at Buff State now just like Aww. she had a like her freshman year um hit 100 saves oh wow yeah I'm okay. like solid okay. um Oh, man, that was just such a good group. But, like, they really have all been good, you know? Yeah. I just feel like maybe it was because it was my first year. It's, like, extra special. That's with me. Actually, with this graduating class, and I was so I was so happy that I got to finish with this group. And yeah. even when Jamie told me that um, uh, she was having – she was pregnant with her second child, yeah. you know, during last season and that I was going to be able to move up mm-hmm. uh, or stay up, rather, with varsity – with this group, it was so special. This was the group that I had. Um, I coached almost all of them, I think, yeah. at seventh grade. Like, I had them for that seventh grade modified. And then when I jumped up to JV, I'd say 90% of them came up to JV with mm-hmm. me. And then when I moved up to varsity, by that, they moved up. The, so it was almost, I mean, it was not almost, it was six years of watching these kids yeah. just you know, grow into the amazing young ladies that they are today. And it was, for me, it was so special um, just to see that progress and to be even just, even just the smallest part of it. It was so special. Um, I know a couple are looking at playing um, or on teams for next year. So it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. And it's, so it was, and like I said, it was just, you don't want to say you're ready to leave, but at that point, you know what, if I didn't coach again, or even the fact that I'm not coaching at Kenmore, I'm like, you know what, I'm okay. Yeah. Not to say the fact that I wouldn't, that there aren't some seniors like Ava and Fee and a couple others that I would, you know, love to have stayed with them. Yeah. Lola, the, the tank. Yeah. Um, Gianna, you know, Maria's younger sister. Not to say that I'm I'm not bummed that I'm not going to be there for their junior and mm-hmm. senior seasons. But um, it would have, I would have been, uh, I would have been, I would have been a little devastated and very pissed Yeah, if I didn't get to see this, this last graduating class finish. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. And I feel like, yeah. But again, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. I was going to say, that was the special thing, too, with my group, my first group, was their senior year, or the one that, like, were seniors. It was, like, my first group of seniors going mm-hmm. off, because, like, clearly then you have the younger ones all there still, too. Yep. Um, that was Grand Island's first ever year winning sectionals for lacrosse. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, that was the, my group. My first group was the one to do it, like, their senior year. So, it was, like, it was like a little extra special, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And you always, you always want that that focus to be on your kids, yeah. on the athlete, and rightfully so. In every banquet, you know, I'll say, listen, you girls have taught me way more than I've ever taught you. Oh, I'm yeah. just glad to be part of it. But at the same time, you can't help when something like that happens, you can't help but have that smallest little, like, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Oh, even if it's uh, just to quickly pat yourself on yeah. the back. Like, yes. Um, no, it's... And it's the best part of coaching. Yeah, absolutely. I still remember um, 
one of the one of the games I'll never forget. It was at uh, was coaching at Park. It was the uh, championship game. It was for ECIC title. This mm-hmm. was before. This was the year before they m- made the move to Monsignor Martin. Yeah. So we're playing in the championship game against West Seneca Christian, and we're down one nothing. And I mean, I was without uh, Marta, so my starting, my captain and starting mm-hmm. uh, goal scorer, leading goal scorer. We were without a few other players, but the girls were playing hard. But it was just one of those like, man, we. Like, we have to do this. We scored a goal late in the game with maybe, like, 10 minutes left. Mm -hmm. And then we scored a goal with probably, like, five minutes left to win the game. And after we scored the goal, corny, corny, I started, like, tearing up a bit. And I lowered the sunglasses, like... like I Lady. thought I was gonna, I thought I was gonna be slick, and I like just you know, yeah. and I lowered the sunglasses, and I thought I was slick before I did the girl. I'm like, coach, are you crying? No, shut up, keep playing. Like, just you don't want to show emotion, and it was just it hits you yeah. all at once. And I know there's five minutes, and you're sitting there yelling like, girls, we still let's finish it, yeah. finish it, finish it. But at the same time, it's just like, yes. <laughs> Um, Ugh. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, all right, Miss Megan, I think it's that time. It is that time. Are you ready for the hot seat questions? I am never ready for the hot seat questions. <laughs> That's all right. Neither am I. <laughs> Neither am I. So, uh, five questions. Again, we'll ping pong back and forth off of each other. <sighs> I feel like you've been on here so many times. We've had so many hot like, seat what questions. Have, haven't you asked me? What haven't we asked you? All right. Let's see. Goofiest thing you did, uh, whether it's in college or college or high school, <laughs> goofiest thing that you did, like, um, I guess, as part of, like, uh, team bonding or, like, a, at a team practice or, like, a, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, a ritual or whatever, like goofiest thing you did with your teammates. So this is more a me thing. Um, and it turned into a team thing and I still feel really weird and embarrassed about it. Okay. So like, do you know, like you're in the locker room before games and you're like getting pumped up Mm -hmm. and it's like crazy and you're playing music and like, like we would just like, pump each other up get excited oh for sure so like i don't know i don't even know how it started but like do you know those masks like the horse masks or like it's like a full like okay yeah do you know what i'm talking about like for like a costume yeah like usually one person wears the front the other person wears the back type of deal i'm gonna show you what i mean um or is it just just a mask mask. it's like the rubbery ones okay Yeah, yeah yeah um so one of my teammates had one and it was a crow Okay. And it was just like a full, like a rubber mask, but it looked like a crow's head. So I don't know what, like, what prompted this. And I don't know how it happened, but somehow, and I was like a freshman at the time. So I was like a little awkward freshman. I was like, I was truly socially awkward at that time, like being like on a team around new people for the first time. So I had that crow's like mask on. And there's a song called, like, I don't F with you. And I think it's, like, Big Sean or something. I don't know. So that song was playing, and I came out, and I literally, like, had the floor and 
started dancing and I'm not a great dancer like I would compare it to Elaine from Seinfeld like I'm not a great dancer yes and I just like gave it my all like so hyped up and it was like the funniest thing like I don't know if they were laughing at me with me like I have no clue but it became a thing that like that was a tradition every game I would do that that's awesome and it's so like the worst part was the one day my coach like recorded it and it was after, I don't know, a game is or whatever. It, does this recording still exist? I hope not. <laughs> I hope it is gone forever. I'm so, like, it was, like, one of those things. It was fun, and, like, it was, I think, fun for the team, like, at the time, fun for me. But it's, like, I look back, and it's, like, so cr- cringy for me. Um, but the worst was, like, my coach had a recording of it, and it was, like, the end of the season, and, like, my parents had come to a game, and she, like, had my parents watch it. So that was really great, and my dad's, like who are you like what is this like this is disgusting (laughs) that's awesome and that's one thing the beauty of of sports too is it yeah it can bring you out of your shell like that's awesome i love it i love it um for me i've done so many like i mean you know me i've done so many goofy things well like that's the thing i feel like with you it's hard because like you know me like i'm not afraid to embarrass myself or make a fool out of myself when it comes to kids like i want them to have memories like i will do whatever it takes for them to have like the best possible time but like around my peers and like just my peers or people my age or people older than me i get very like i'm i feel like i'm kind of the same way um in fact, my wife, she'll like, I'll be like, you know what? I really am a shy person. And she'll look at me like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, I kind of am. Like, I'll get, I'll get intimidated a little yeah. bit by situations. But I'm trying to think of just like one goofy, goofy story. Um, I mean, I've, you've seen the goofy stuff that I've done yeah. around camp and everything. I guess the only thing that really pops into my head, and it wasn't anything that I per se did, but my senior year, uh, high school soccer, for whatever reason, <laughs> before games, I started a prayer circle, and I think <laughs> I think I kind of did. Like we had one, we had one um, person on the team, Matt Kofal. Uh, I think, I correct me if I'm wrong. I, I well, you wouldn't know him, but Matt, if you're listening, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think uh, his dad was a minister. Or there was something in there. Or, okay. And um, he was on the team, you know, graduated together. One, it was before the first game of the season. We're just playing and somebody was like, you know, we're going to need a miracle today. Yeah. And I just looked. I was like, Matt, get over here. And I was like, everybody circle up. And he's like, what? I was like, lead us in prayer. <laughs> he kind of looked at me. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? So before every single game, like he... We'd all kneel down, hold, like, hands yeah. on the shoulders or whatever. He'd rifle off some prayer. I don't know. I know the first one. He just pulled whatever he yeah. put out of his butt. But then it was getting to, like, legit. Like, he's giving, like, legit, like, five, ten-minute sermons before we're going, That's like, on the field. Great. So we had, like, our <laughs> we had our prayer show. I don't yeah. know if you could do that nowadays. I don't know either. But, you know, this was this was the 90s. This was 97. Yeah. Things were Things were different. Things back were then. different, <laughs> but uh, no, we we had our prayer circles. Oh, wow. back then, so yeah. it just, I guess that was stupid enough to. I'm there are way more stupid stories that I could share, but I, that's just, what none I'm of saying them are is popping like, into my head. I can't like think of it. I'm sure there's more, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 
So, all right, that was question one. Question two, what do you got? Um, um, <laughs> it's so funny because I always look around the room. You know what? I've done like, that so many times. I'll look and be like, wait, favorite movie, like, favorite this. Wait, what is this going to spark? What is this going to spark? There's nothing sparking right now. I, I will come up with something, <laughs> I promise. Um, um, I, I don't have anything sports related ever, though. Doesn't so have to be like, sports related. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. You know what? I, well, do you have one? Well, I, I have one. Say, it's it's, it's one. just going to be a solid yes or no question. Speaking okay. Of, that's cool. Socks. Are you someone who wears your socks to bed or do you not wear your socks to bed? Because this is like one of those debate topics that people are like, how do you like do that? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is like an actual thing for people. Not to embarrass myself, but amongst socks, like nothing. I like wear nothing to bed. Okay. So I am I am a my wife gets out of my wife gets on me all the time. But but no, I wear nothing to bed. Okay. But even when I would like the occasional time I'd wear boxers, I still I no never socks, never socks. I just I. Even in the even in like the dead of winter, even if it's like cold, I don't know. I just feel like they're too tight. They're yeah. too like it. Even gets to the point where just it. I don't want to say hurts, hurts, but it almost hurts. Socks hurt you? No, like it's just wearing, it just, wearing your socks with your <laughs> As I got my toe wedgie showing here. <laughs> no, it just no, no, okay, no. Not definitely not socks. I was gonna say Never I feel socks. like I mean I don't care. Like I will wear I like socks. I will wear socks to bed. I will wear socks. I don't know anywhere, everywhere. Really? Yeah. So big sock person. I like socks. I gotta but say I also the... like don't like like I'm fine without socks too. I'm not someone that like needs them, but I do like them if that makes sense. There's been a few times like winter time I'll wear like the thick socks, thinking mm-hmm. oh these are gonna keep me warm, but no. Usually by maybe an hour in, yeah. I'm like kicking them off my feet or doing yeah. the whole can you take your the sock off with the other foot like can you do yeah okay that's usually what i'll do <laughs> as i'm just like no no like i'll get up like it's cold i got yeah. in like half hour hour into i'm like okay now I, no no like i just i take them off no just not the the toes just got to be free yeah the toes got to be free the web toe has got to be free i was gonna say as you say wearing your socks <laughs> with your yeah, this I think I was just at home like before I left to come here. I think I was See, just like, that too wasn't lazy. The answer, that wasn't the answer I was expecting because you're wearing socks like this right now. I was like, oh, I'm like you're definitely a sock guy. <laughs> no, no, this. In fact, this is rare. And I, like I said, I think it was just I was just almost too lazy to take off the socks yeah. and put them away or put them in the washer before I got here. Okay. Okay. So no, no socks. And I had a question that I was going to ask you, and I. It's gone. Oh, okay. It's oh. back. As I as I shock here, it's, it's here. Back. We're gonna go an art question for you. Okay. Okay. Um, weirdest. Well, I don't know. Weirdest. I guess you can go weirdest, strangest, <laughs> funniest, most memorable thing you ever painted. Okay. Um, so wh- something again, weird, special, creative, memorable. Something that you, whatever. Something that you. So painted. like, here's the thing. Um, I've drawn a lot of weird little doodles. Okay. Like, I draw weird things. Like, my... I don't even know. Like, sometimes things just, like, pop in my head. Like, I've drawn a squirrel with really long legs wearing, like, um, pantyhose and heels. Like, I've, I've drawn okay. some weird okay. things before. I'd say that it's probably up there for, like, one of my weird things. Um, painting? I'm not sure. I was gonna say, are you more... 
are you more of a painter or are you more of like a doodler? Not to belittle it and say doodler. No, but like I'm drawer. like I was gonna say I'm like I am a doodler. I love to doodle. Um, and like that's the thing is I feel like I doodle more because it's less time consuming than drawing. And like I'm trying to get back into like drawing and doing stuff for I myself, but it's like very time consuming. I could see that. Yeah. Um. All right. So goofiest thing though that you've you've painted. I, I'll even I say know. I'll even say we'll we'll put drawing in there too. Well, I was gonna say the squirrel is probably a big one. I wish I had. I don't know if I ever posted it. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna look on my Instagram real quick because I might have some drawings on there. Okay. Um. I feel like I've done weird things. Like I've painted my own face before to look like a painting. Okay, I was gonna say I know you because you you'll post them on. Uh, I'm not a big Instagram, even though we have an Instagram. I'm not, yeah. I don't check it often. And in fact, I've got to post more stuff on my Instagram or the websites and the podcast Instagram. But I know on your Facebook, like you've got a, you put a lot of talent. So, stuff and I was on gonna there. say too. I'm like the the big thing I've been drawing lately is if you've seen my little bird, I've been drawing. Yeah. Um, I'm low key trying to get a copyright on him right now because I really think I, I have a lot of ideas with that little Do bird, it. and I really want to like. Kinda... I could even see that as a character for like, uh, uh, like a children's book. I have or something so like many that. people tell me that. Absolutely. And I'm like, I think for sure I might have something with that, and I want to legally get things in order before Absolutely. I go any further. Because I was saying, so... I was thinking like that could be. I could see that even throwing some other little birdie characters on yeah. there with it. That could absolutely listen if you have like a you know if you're coming out with a cartoon I'll be one of the voices for the bird. Heck yeah, <laughs> I would love that. I honestly like I'm. This is one of those. I'm gonna go with the squirrel with pantyhose because okay. that's probably one of the. I'm sure I've done much stranger or creepier things. I've again just creepy. I guess I drew a guy that um, had teeth for eyes. Like, instead of eyes, it was, like, a smiling, like, mouth with teeth. Now, did you just, did you have somebody, like, actually, obviously the guy with eyes wasn't sitting there, but did you have somebody, like, I guess, pose for you, and then you just put in the the different stuff So, again, this is, like, I do have a picture of this one somewhere. Oh, it's right here. It's it's a cartoon. I did it around Halloween, but the backstory for it, and it's kind of creepy, and I wanted it creepy, was... um, I was teaching kindergarten at the time. It was one of my Mm -hmm. kindergarten classes, and, you know, kindergartners are unfiltered oh for sure um and my kindergartner goes i'm so happy i'm smiling with the teeth in my eyes <laughs> and my brain just like kind of picked that up i'm like mm, that like cute that you said that but also my like the image in my brain was so creepy so i drew this like right after he said that like I, in my prep Ooh. i drew that you know who i think of when i see that i think of tim burton like yeah, that right? should be so like, like that should be a, like Nightmare Before Christmas character or something. So I was very much so inspired by that, but in a creepy way. That's <laughs> so, awesome. And I do that a lot. Like there's a lot of times my kids will say things like this one. This was like a five minute doodle I did during my lunch because a girl said, I want sad girl ice cream. And I drew a little ice cream cone that's kind of sad. Aww. So like I just I feel like I do weird things like that a lot where it's just like very... See, you could give me, like, unlimited resources, unlimited amount of time, and I could never come up with, like, anything. You could. Clo- no you could. way. Megan, no. My brain, like, <laughs> jumps on things, so, like, I, I feel like it's because sometimes I take things, like, differently when something is sad. I don't know. See, like, that, like, withdrawing, no. Like, creatively, like, I love creative writing. I could write yeah. a creative story. I could write a this You're story. A writer? A this. 
I love writing. Like I'll just Where I are you? was I my favorite. This. Oh, I'm. I, in fact, I I should start getting. Well, okay. This is gonna feel. This is gonna sound corny, but um, my my wife every now and every so often would do a psychic. She would go see a yeah. psychic or whatever every so I often. I want to so bad. I not that she finally convinced me, but after I was like, you know what? I just want to go to one. Yeah. And she's going through this, and I'm kind of skeptical. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's the one thing she said. She's like, you're gonna start writing again. What are you? talking about i'm gonna start writing she's like i see it you like writing you're gonna start writing again you should be writing more i'm like okay do what the nice lady says if it was a lady <laughs> listen we'll write that bird book together there we go let's do but, it but uh <laughs> i'm in but no i i i could be very that was my creative especially in high school and even in college that was my creative outlook yeah or outlet but when it came to drawing, uh-uh. Like, um, I, this is I'll, why we're friends. I'll draw stick figures. <laughs> That's about it. Um, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. I love – that was – especially the later years in Park. Yeah. That was part of the – what kept me going those last couple years is because especially uh, uh, towards the end when, all right – Go run Mr. and Mrs. Park Camp. Yeah. Go run this. Well, I mean, like, that's this. what I'm saying. Go it makes sense. Yeah. That's why I had so much fun, so much fun yeah. doing sumo. And it, it was, was it was just, it was creative. That mm-hmm. was my outlet. But like, all right, it was, okay, I see this. I see this bouncing an idea off of you, yeah. bouncing an idea off of Matt. Oh, my God. I love doing that. That was fun. It was that fun. That was a fun time. It was fun. So I am curious, though, seeing a psychic. Did that like change your perspective on psychics? It did a little bit. It did a little bit. You know, it gave me. There were some interest. It, I think I saw her about two middle early July, middle yeah. of July, something like that. But so about a month ago, month and a half ago. I get so nervous. I like. I want to see one just because I want to. Like, I don't know what I believe in or whatnot, but I just feel like it would be fun to, like, yeah. see one. But my biggest fear is going and then being, like, just looking at me and me having, like, a really dark, terrible aura or something. And then being, like, I will not see you. Yeah. And then she did she did the card flipping yeah. over the tarot cards or whatever. And that's that was my worry. I'm, like, oh, my God. She's going to see the death card. She's yeah. I'm, like, she's going to, like, tell me terrible things. Like, she's going to see a loved one from my past who's, like, passed away and they're going to say they're disappointed in me. Like, I think my brain just goes, like, to the worst case scenario. Like, like, oh yeah, and in fact that <laughs> that was one thing before before going there, um, I was like, she, you know, Vicky was like, well, who do you think you're going to see? Who do you think do you always see a family member? Who do you think you're going to see? I was like, you know what? Knowing my luck, I'm going to see my nonnu. And the reason I say that is because my nonnu was like, <laughs> to put it nicely, he was not a lovey dovey type of guy he was he was um i'll just put it that way he was not he was a very hard like he was if you look at him you'll you almost think like he was he was italian he was on my yeah from from i can like picture what you're putting down like i but just very not loving not at all okay and i'm like I was just joking. I'm like, yeah, you know what? My Nona's going to be there, and he's going to be whatever. So sure enough, the like she was like, was I there. see like I see a grandfather, or I see an older person. First, she was like, I see your father. I'm like, oh, that, no, my dad's still alive. I hope he's not there yet. 
And then um, she's like, oh, well, it's got to be older. It's got to be older, you know, maybe in his seven. She's like, he kind of looks like you. I'm like, oh, no. And the sec, because he, my grandfather has the darker skin like yeah. me. He has, I'm like, as soon as she said looks like me, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and then um, she's like, oh, she's like, he's he's looking out for you and he's this. And I'm, I kind of was like, wait, really? And she's like, yeah. She's like, it must be your grandfather. Uh, she's like, I'm picturing up on your father's side. I'm like, no. I was like, no. She's like, oh well, it's the it's the Italian side, so then it's got to be your mother. I'm like, oh shit. I mean, it. And she was like, he's looking out for you. He wants you to know that he's there. And I'm like, really? <laughs> just the guy that would just he wouldn't come to a lot of family functions, yeah. or he'd sit there and smoke, or he'd be like. That was like his favorite, like, <laughs> or somebody would like fall down, especially as a kid. I'd remember like we, you know, if a kid got hurt or yeah. one of us cousins were running around, we got hurt. He would just look <laughs> and like he'd laugh <laughs> as we fell down. Like it made you stronger. <laughs> he's he's watching over you, making sure you're still getting up. <laughs> so Norton was apparently up there. Yeah, he's he's looking down at me. But that I kind of laughed at. But some That's of the other funny. stuff. I wouldn't say I'm a believer. Yeah. I wouldn't say I, I guess if I had to say it it I went in very skeptic. Yeah. And I came out less skeptic. Less less skeptic. Okay. So, but I think you should definitely I'm like go. I'm so curious. I think you should go. Yeah. In fact, I'll give you the lady's number. I think it was like 60 bucks, 70 bucks yeah, I'd do for it. like a half hour I was 40 say, minutes. I'm like I feel like there's so much change in my life right now that I like need Do it. Uh, afterwards yeah. I'll give you her number. All right, perfect. Um Vicky loves it. She'll go there every so often, and she comes back, like, just happy. Yeah. Like, uh, she did something called Illumination or something where it's like, it's like a, it's like a psychic reading, but it also does, like, a little of this, a little of that. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But she, she loved it. She felt, like, really free, yeah. stress-free, this That's and that. Good. So, all right. What question are we on? I forget. Are we on um, number four? Number three? Three, three and a four, half. Three. You asked a question, then I asked a question, then you asked a question. So I'm asking a question. So you're asking a question. And question you know, four. this is like one of those things. I definitely had one too, and I was like, "Oh, that's a great question." Um, and then I lost it. So that was my fault. We kind of started talking about. No, that's okay. I love that though. Oh man. Oh, okay. I remember because I was looking around, and we've talked about shows and stuff before. But have you ever watched any anime? And is there an anime you like? Now, what is the scratch? Because I I love animation. Like I love cartoons. I'm a big cartoon person. But like, so what is considered more... like? Is it like the Pokemon stuff? Yeah, like I'm talking more like, like Japanese. Oh, okay. Like... So this would be way back in the day. I'm wondering if this is considered anime. Um, no, there's some good like '90s. Well, this would probably be even going back to the '80s. Okay, Voltron. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Is that can consi- I look it up? Absolutely. Because I'm like this. Because <laughs> if that's considered anime. Okay. By far. Yeah. Like, I, was I, like... I love it. It's almost like, uh, you remember the Power Rangers? Yes. It's almost, it was definitely pre-Power Rangers, but I feel like the Power Rangers were. I feel like, I don't, I I see what you're saying. And I feel like, yes, I would consider this anime. Okay. So if Voltron is anime, then absolutely. That Actually, was... can I look up, is Voltron anime? <laughs> Do it. Um, I love that. I had, especially as a kid, I mean, we're going back, like, this was 80s early 80s even in the 90s like i loved that was some of my earliest childhood memories watching voltron 
I had the castle. I had all the Voltron characters. I had the them to make actual Voltron. I had all the lions all right. and the characters. So I, I loved it. So the internet says, when asking, does Voltron count as anime? It says yes and no. Um, and it's an adaptation of like several Japanese anime television series. Okay, I know it was. I know it was Japanese, and it was dubbed. Uh, the voices were all dubbed in American, like yeah. in English. Yeah. So. Was it so fun? Yeah, okay, I yeah. loved Voltron. In fact, probably about a year or two ago, I found some old Voltron. Like I would YouTube Voltron and find some old episodes. And for a while, I watched like just a ton of them. I don't yeah. know. I I really enjoyed it. That's great. So. I was going to say, I'm like, uh, my, it's so funny because like my dad and you've never met my dad, but he's just like one of those people, like he loves, like he loves movies and he loves like books and he loves sci-fi and all this great stuff. And I've never really pictured him as like an anime person, but he loves, um, cowboy beep, is it bebop? I don't even know. I've heard of cowboy, I think it's bebop. Bebop. I always say it wrong. He always he always corrects me because I always say it wrong. <laughs> he like loves it, is obsessed with it. He, I've never I would never have like imagined him being someone like to the point where he like just bought like a third t shirt with like a show reference on it and Ooh, he's like okay. not that like he's not that kind of person. So I think okay. it's just really funny. Because I would think of it. I would watch the Cartoon Network or uh, the Adult Swim yeah. on Cartoon Network, but I would watch it more for like Family Guy. Yeah. Um Bob's Burgers, uh American Dad, like mm-hmm. those shows, um, Aqua Teen, yeah, which was awesome. <laughs> but they would always flash like to the anime and stuff, yeah. And that would usually come on later. And like I said, I never really, yeah, never really got into it. Wasn't my thing. But no, Voltron's anime. I'm loving Voltron. Okay. So what's your what's your favorite anime show? So one of my favorites, and it's actually like it's a comfort show of mine. If I like need a happy pick me up, it's called Fruits Basket. Okay. Um, and it's, I feel like explaining it, it's going to sound so dumb. <laughs> no. But it's very sweet. It's like one of those things, there's like just like a lot of lessons in it, like life, like like values and things like that. Um, but it's basically follows like the Zodiac and it follows this family and like each person is like one of the Zodiac signs. It's like the family of like, oh, like cool. the members that's of cool. the Zodiac. Yeah. So it's like these people and there's like characters, like one is like the cat and it's like a human but like they'll turn into a cat um and that sounds so lame but it's i don't i'm doing a terrible job describing this but it's very like lighthearted and like happy and sad and i don't know it's a good show (laughs) okay no that's cool and then i would say attack on titan which has been like newer and i was like really is that the one where it's the um superheroes but they're all younger or am i thinking of a different one oh i'm thinking of like teen titan Teen Titans. I also love Teen Titans. That's like based off a comic, though. That's the one where it's superheroes, but they're yeah, all young. They're all like kids. Yeah, it's like Robin. Yeah, and like yeah. Okay. I love Teen Titans. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number five. All right, whoever comes up with one first, just spit it out. Um, the only thing I can think of is, but I think we did this one. Did we do comfort food? Before that, I do. I feel like we have. I feel like we have. Um, hmm. It's so funny because when I was driving here, I was literally like, Man, <laughs> "You have to come up with questions because you never have any." And then I didn't. <laughs> Did I do the uh, the GM question? Like, which would you rather mm-hmm. be? You've okay, done that with I me. I would say I think I did that 
I think you were the first. See, one I've been that. I've been on, You've the, been show on the show so many times. Too. You've run through all your questions. <laughs> I've with run me. through all the questions. Um. Um. So fun fact, because I keep looking at this. There's like this poster of Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says "Call Upon Yoda," and it's Yoda, and there's like Star Wars in one corner and like the Pepsi symbol in the other. When I was little, like little, like I don't know, five, six, seven, little. Um, I used to think Pep um, Yoda's name was Pepsi. Like I, I used to call Yoda Pepsi. <laughs> Master Pepsi. I would. I mean, like my dad was like, you were literally like trying to explain Yoda, or like you were trying to get to like that, but you kept saying Pepsi. He's like, I didn't understand it. So I think my brain went like Yoda, soda, Pepsi. <laughs> like, and I don't know why. I'm like, I didn't remember his name, but I was like, oh, it's soda. And then I was like, oh no, Pepsi. But I think it's really funny because that poster has the Pepsi symbol in the corner. So it just like really. Made me think of my childhood and being dumb. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Um, so that was just a story I wanted to share. No. Because I've been looking at that and it's been like. <laughs> Listen, that shared and that helped me think of what could be a good question. Okay, perfect. Uh, and I hope I didn't do. I don't think I did this one with you. But either um, silliest nickname you were either given, okay. like as a as a kid, as an athlete, whatever, or that you gave to somebody again, whether it was a coach, whether it was a friend, silliest nickname, either one that you gave, uh, and this could be just some friend in high school or yeah. some friend in college. Doesn't have to be a teammate, but uh, one that you either gave as a coach, gave as a uh, a friend, or one that you received. Like silly nicknames, or both. Oh, we'll do both. Is... One that you gave and one that you received. This is so hard. I feel like one. I mean, like everyone just automatically calls me Doyle. But, like, that's not really a nickname. That's just my name. Yeah. Um, O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. Um, I, for a while, and I was, like, really – so I'm just going to go with this. It's not silly or anything, but it was, like, the first nickname a coach ever gave me um, was Stretch. Cause okay. I, and it was, like, I think in fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade, I had, like, a major growth spurt. And I was, like, that one kid that was so much taller than everyone else. Um, I like had my growth spurt then and I've basically been that height ever since. Like I was super tall. Um, so a basketball coach like started calling me stretch and I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm stretched now. And like all the coaches would call me stretch. And that was just like my, my thing. Did it stick for a while Um, or did it it... stick for a while? And then I think when I got in high school, like then everyone just called me Doyle and that was just what everyone called me. But I don't think I really ever had nicknames. That's so sad. That one's good, though. Yeah. Um, what about one that you've given? Um, like, again, friend, teammate. I was going to say, I'm like, I, I'm sure there's some. Like, I know in my head, I'm like, I know I've either given or had a weirder nickname. Um, I guess the weirdest one, and this is going back to, like, third grade. <laughs> my friend and I thought we were so cool, and we made a secret language, and we gave each other secret <laughs> code names. So her name... Instead of Wheezy, which is like it's Louise, but we call her Wheezy. Um, we would I would call her Weebo Weeba. Weebo Weeba. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What would she call you? Do you remember? Megba. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so maybe that's it, Megba. I don't know. Megba. Okay. Um, for me, giving one the best one I've given, and I, I love giving nicknames. Like yeah. I'll just. Oh my god! Wait, I have. It's not a nickname. Do yours first. No, but... no, no. Go ahead. No, Go no. Ahead. <laughs> It's not. I was literally just thinking about this the other day too. Um, not a nickname, a normal name, but there's a story with it. Okay, um, with tennis. Okay. So I did a tennis camp, and that was like one of the first times I ever got into tennis. My brother wanted to do tennis camp. 
My mom didn't know what to do with me. I did tennis camp too. That's how I started playing tennis. Like that's what made me fall in love with it. That's awesome. At this tennis camp, the two instructors, we were like talking one day, doing something, and they're like, Amber, go go over there. And I didn't move or anything. And she looked at me, she's like, Amber, go over there. And I was like, Oh. And I, I was like, Me? And she was like, Yeah. I was like, Oh, okay, sorry. And I went over and she continued calling me Amber. And I didn't correct her. And then like everyone started calling me Amber. And then it wasn't until like the very end of the camp that I like my brother called me Megan or something. I don't know. Someone called me Megan and she was like, Megan? And I was like, that's my name. And she's like, she's like, it's not Amber. And I'm like, no. She's like, why have you been letting me call you Amber? And like everyone was calling me Amber at that point. So my a lot of my tennis friends called me Amber and will still call me Amber. Oh, so that's funny. That's like a That's good. Sorry, I just like was like, "Oh, wait." <laughs> Go ahead. No, that's fantastic. Uh, for me, the best one and I love giving nicknames and I've given out a bunch of nicknames for the year. Yeah. Um, but the one that I gave, in fact, she just graduated, Maria <laughs> Maria Costanza, Costanza. George. Mm-hmm. Yep, George, that's by far and <laughs> I mean, she she embraced it, and I remember a couple times, like, are you sure you're cool with this? But not only did she embrace it, but, like, all her friends, teachers throughout high school would call her George. She's got George on her varsity jacket. Like, just, it was, in fact, um, earlier this summer, uh, she invited me to her grad party, which I thought was, like, a huge honor. Yeah. Um, so my wife and I went to the grad party. Uh, mother and father are awesome people. Um, the dad, every year when I've um, given out like uh, awards or banquets or speeches, yeah. he'll videotape. So on YouTube or not on YouTube, on Facebook, he messaged me um, the videos that I've done with her and yeah. Maria, which I thought was like, you know, awesome. So very cool guy, very cool family, but uh, no, that just that was the best one I've yeah, given out by say far. That's a good one. Um, in fact, she's going to NU uh, in the fall. She's not playing soccer. I think she's playing softball. Okay. Um, which is, I mean, she's good athlete in both. But that was, and that was, I was her uh, Maria Colosimo. Um, that was another big group that I was so glad I was able to finish yeah. their senior year off. Yeah. With. And not only that, but finish it off as, you know, uh, the varsity assistant and varsity yeah. coach with them. So it was super fun. Super special. Um, that was the best one I've given. The best one I've gotten, I was kind of the same way. I was never really yeah. a nickname. It would be like either just Monahan or mm-hmm. I guess like Larry, since my name is Lawrence, but... It, Your name is Lawrence. I always forget this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to refer to you as Lawrence sometimes. <laughs> like, serious, okay, Lawrence. <laughs> Absolutely. Do people call you Lawrence? Um, all of my family will call me Lawrence. In fact, funny, when I first got with um, my wife, we were just dating at the time. We yeah. moved in, and the first Christmas that I had moved in, we gave out Christmas cards. Yeah. So I was I was on the card, or I wasn't on the card. We just put um, her daughter on the card. So Sarah was on the whole card, and yeah. then on the back was our fish that we won together, um, anchovy. Okay, That's we cute. called the fish anchovy. That's cute. Um, so we had there, but you know, we put the names. You know, Victoria, Sarah, our dog's name. It was just Bella at the time. Yeah, we hadn't gotten Bailey yet. Um, anchovy, and then 
Vicky put me as Larry. Yeah. So we mailed them out to everybody. We mailed them out to all my family, too. Yeah. And you know how usually you'll get, oh, I got your Christmas card. I got you this. Nobody from my family responded. So I was kind of like, what the, the hell? Yeah. So at we always, that year we had Christmas at my aunt's. And um, Vicky just made like, oh, did everybody get the Christmas card? And my uncle just stood up like, wait, what did it look like? Did it have a fish on the back? And she's like, yeah. And everybody looked. Oh, that's who it was. And Vicky was like, well, yeah, we put Larry. Like, we didn't know who, who the hell Larry was. Yeah. or And none of our pictures were on there. And I don't think any of that's them so had met Sarah. Yeah, so they didn't they know didn't what she looked like. They're like, yeah, we all got this card. And nobody knew who the hell it was from. That's so So we funny. just all laughed or whatever. So, yeah. yeah, my family calls me Lawrence. But mostly everybody else will call me Larry. Larry. Vicky will call me Lawrence if I'm in trouble every yeah. now and then, or if she wants to be a smartass. See, I was going to say, I feel like it's like Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, like, and people will come, like, even when I introduce, they're like, you like Lawrence or Larry. Yeah. I'll just look like, I don't, I don't care. care. Like, whatever's don't easier. Um, so it's, and they'll usually go with Larry. But yeah, yeah, that was, so I was never a huge nickname person, but well, that's, like, the problem I come with with me is, like, so many people do call me Doyle. And, like, I went through a phase for a while where, I like, I didn't even know how to introduce myself. I'm, like, because I would say Megan and then yeah. they'd start calling me Doyle anyways because that's just, like, what everyone was calling me. Um, and then, like, if I said Doyle, it always turned into, like, a that's that's your name? That's your like, name? <laughs> like, last name, yeah. but you're going to call me it eventually. Yeah. So just um, No, I guess the one memorable one, when I was in – I ran cross-country seventh grade. I didn't do soccer that year. I ran cross-country instead – and uh, Mr. Jacobs, Joe Jacobs, one of my mm-hmm. favorite teachers of all time. He was my elementary phys ed teacher. Um, he coached cross country. That's probably the reason why I ran it. He would call me uh, Larry Zonka. So he'd call me Zonka. Okay. Um, an old football player for the Miami Dolphins. Um, so he would call me Zonka. Later on, every so often he would call me Moose, like Moose Monahan. Yeah. But then uh, my bro- my younger brother, Joey, ran cross country when I moved over to soccer. Yeah. And Joey just took over the Moose nickname. Like, he would call it. So, and that one yeah. carried with Joey all the way through. Oh, that's cute. Uh, which was fun. But, yeah, I guess Zonka, I guess. Okay. But, again, yeah. wasn't called at all. Rob called me the bearded lady one time for soccer, but that thankfully did not stick. That's really great that that didn't <laughs> stick for you. Um, I had one uh, during soccer season when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. I had one of the uh, – let's see, Mike Mar- Mike would have been two years older. I think he was a junior. Um, he said when I ran, I looked graceful like a gazelle. So gazelle. So I've had that too, and I was always really embarrassed by that. I was a little embarrassed by that yeah. too. I embraced it, but again – Thankfully, it didn't stick. It's like I have long, lanky legs and run weird with my knee. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because we were doing one where we were doing like almost like hurdle type drills. Yeah. Or the, and like, the hell? Like, you look like a gazelle out there. Like, Yeah, I feel like that's not a fun nickname to have. No. So I'm thank- sorry if anyone does have that nickname. <laughs> yes, to all the gazelle Gazelle's nicknames out, oh. out there, I, I apologize. But thankfully, that one didn't stick. Yeah. But no, I think I'm just, I'm just a Larry or a Lawrence. Yeah. But all right, we're gonna. Wow, this was a long episode. We're gonna wrap things. up I wasn't here, expecting it to be this long. It didn't feel like it was it long, though. 
I'm telling you, we, we, we can you, just talk. You got to come out more and more and more to the show. Um, not that you haven't been on enough times already, yeah. but thank you so much. And again, of course, this was all last minute. This was me. I think I texted you at what, like nine o'clock, 10 yeah. o'clock. You want to come on the podcast? <laughs> and I kept pushing the time. You're like one o'clock. I was like, maybe two thirty, three thirty. 30. <laughs> hey, we made it though. But thank, it. thank you so much for coming on. Um, make sure you guys check out this episode and every episode on our Facebook on our Instagram, check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, on the website, the Podcast Precinct website. And make sure you turn in next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sideline.